Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Football. We're about 30 minutes away from tonight's kickoff, and it's time for the PNC Bank pregame show, a comprehensive look at tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears game. Brought to you by PNC Bank. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to Waynedale High School. It is good to be home after the first two weeks of the regular season being on the road. I'm Dave Mitchell, along with Tim Ebert, and tonight we've got Waynedale Golden Bears High School football for you on UltimateSportsTalk.com as the Bears 0-2 on the year after losing to Tusky Valley on the road and then down last week to Ridgewood take on the 2-0 Triway Titans. They were 4-6 and last year. The Bears did play better last week against Ridgewood. It's hard to believe in a 45-10 to final score, but the Bears did play better in that ball game than they did against Husky Valley the week before. Waynedale had a field goal early from Andy Ford, his first on the varsity, and then they scored on a touchdown by Derek Reber to pull closer late in the ball game. This will be the first game at home, and Tim, as we bring you on board here tonight for the first game at home, this one, the Bears are really pinning their hopes on being able to turn their season around heading into Wayne County Athletic League play next week with this game here at home. Yeah, it's real good to be home, David. It's uh, nice to get in a routine during the week and then uh, have a regular Friday night. I'm sure the Bears are going to be uh, pretty excited to come out and play in front of their home uh, crowd um, and against an opponent that they're possibly a little bit more familiar with. Well, this one should be a very interesting ball game. The Bears, they lost two games on the road, as we said, by a combined score of 80-16, to 16, and they... Started out the year with 42 players on the roster. They lost one this week. Austin Rogers suffered his third concussion over two years, and he's decided not to play football any longer and just concentrate on basketball. That means the Bears already short on depth, Tim. They've got to go to their bench and give a sophomore, Jarrett Varner, more playing time at running back and linebacker. But Varner played very well in that last drive last week against Ridgewood at running back. Yeah, he got some time last week, and Dave, he, he showed uh, promise on both sides of the ball last week, so uh, um, that's what we talked about, you know, these younger kids getting an opportunity to step in, whether it be because of game situation or injuries, and uh, I think Varner probably is uh, ready to step in tonight and uh, fill Rogers' shoes. Well, normally if you'd look at a 2-0 and team against an 0-2 team, you'd say this game maybe has the capabilities of being a blowout, but when you look at the teams that these two squads have faced, Triway's opponents, they won last week over Loudonville, 40-35, to they won by a point on opening week against West Holmes. Their opponents this year are combined 3-17 and overall in the first two weeks. Meanwhile, the Bears' opponents are combined 18-2, and so that tells you a little bit about the caliber of opponents that each team has had in the first two games. Yeah, Dave, we, you know, you just never know what you're going to get. Um, once again, Triway is 2-0. Uh, both their games have been really close against teams that are, are winless. And uh, the Bears came across uh, two teams that were really good. Uh, so this should be a good measuring stick for Waynedale tonight to see how they uh, measure up uh, against an opponent uh, and hopefully find some more success than we have the first two weeks. This will be the 53rd meeting that these two t- teams have played. Waynedale leads the series, 26 wins, 25 wins for Triway. One game ended in a tie. Triway, as I said, ended up 4-6 and six last year, and they won a pair of close games to start this 2016 season. The thing about them, though, is they are young just like Waynedale. They start eight juniors on offense, 
nine on defense. They return 13 lettermen, but the Bears aren't going to apologize because they've got to do the same exact thing. Yeah, two young teams. Uh, I think the big difference right now, uh, Triway's young team has had an early case of success, Dave, and their, their confidence has got to be a little bit higher than the Bears. The Bears uh, uh, need to have a little success of their own. Um, so we'll see if they can get that tonight. This should be an interesting contest. Last year on September 11th at Triway, Waynedale ended up winning it by 20, 32 to 12. The Bears were down by two at the half and scored 22 points in the second to win going away. But the last time we were here for this game, <laughs> it was a marathon. That was on September 12, 2014. The Bears lost that game 74 to 47. If you remember that game, Brevin Reby, when he was a junior, passed for a school record 373 yards, including 10 completions for a Bears record 300 yards and five touchdowns to Nick Strasbaugh. However, Triway's quarterback, Parker Carmichael, threw for 600 yards that night, six touchdowns, while running for another 110 yards and five scores. That was the longest game that I have ever, ever had to call, and it was probably one of the most frustrating because, as we learned earlier tonight, the officials took 45 minutes just to prepare for the kickoffs after each touchdown, and there was a lot of them. Hopefully that's not going to happen tonight, although, word of warning, Ron No-Call Fuller is the referee here tonight. We're getting set for football action here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I'm Dave Mitchell with Tim Ebert. We're about 23 minutes away from the kickoff of tonight's game. We'll go over what's happening around the Wayne County Athletic League, the PAC, the OCC, and we'll talk with head coach Matt Zerker. We'll do all that when we continue on tonight's PNC Bank pregame show after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. PNC Bank. Back in Apple Creek at Waynedale High School, I'm Dave Mitchell with Tim Ebert. Taking a look at what happened around Waynedale Athletics yesterday in volleyball action, the Lady Bears won in four over Smithville. That was the first loss by the Smithies in Wayne County Athletic League action, handed to them by the Lady Bears. Brandy Troyer led the team in serving with 10 points. Sammy Ice had 20 kills, and Morgan Wiss had 13 in that matchup. In girls' soccer, Chippewa blanked Waynedale 9-zip. And in boys' soccer, it was Waynedale over Tuslaw. 7-6. to six. Now tomorrow, just a couple of items going on in girls' soccer. Smithville will be playing here at Waynedale at 1 o'clock. And in volleyball action, Waynedale will be at the Lancer Invitational at 9 a.m. The golf team was rained out last night, Tim, and you guys will be where on Monday? We'll be at Rawiga up there at Rittman uh, for a quad with uh, Dalton, Rittman, and Hillsdale. When does that start? Uh, 4 o'clock on Monday. All right. As far as college football action happening tomorrow, the College of Worcester 0-1 will open up their home season tomorrow night at 7 o'clock against Allegheny. Number five, nationally ranked Ashland, 
coming off a 48 to nothing home win over non-conference opponent Mercyhurst is opening up its Great Lakes Intercollegiate Athletic Conference slate on Saturday night at 7 against Wayne State. They're also 1-0. And Ohio State will be greeting me with open arms tomorrow at the Horseshoe in Columbus as they will be taking on Tulsa, and that will be at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon. Boy, a lot happened last week around the conference. The Wayne County Athletic League right now, Tim, all of the teams are playing outstanding football except for Waynedale right now, but Waynedale may have played the toughest schedule of anybody. Now we've had two two tough opening games here. Um, the the league has done really well, Dave. Uh, it just tells you the the strength from top to bottom in this league. Each and every Friday night, it is not going to be an easy game. Well, here's what's happening around the uh, Wayne County Athletic League. Here's what happened last week. I should say, Dalton beat Tuslaw 13 to 10. It was Orville over Norway 27 to 6. That was a shocker. Hillsdale beat Crestview 20 to 6. That's who Waynedale will be playing next week. Rittman takes on South Central and they won it by a score of 19 to 14. In the OCC, Worcester blank Wadsworth 35 nothing. It was Clyde over Ashland 38 to 21. New Philly beat West Holmes 31 to 7 and Clearfork over Ontario 21-14. While Mansfield Senior lost to Canton McKinley 54-37 and Madison beat Caledonia 49-21. While Lexington was losing to Shelby 17-14. The WCAL standings right now, really no conference standings, but there are right now five teams that are unbeaten. Chippewa, Hillsdale, Northwestern, Rittman, and Smithville, all 2-0. Norwayne and Dalton are 1-1, and Waynedale is 0-2. Now, what's happening tonight around the Wayne County Athletic League? Other than this game here this evening between Triway and Waynedale, it will be Chippewa at Tuslaw. Hillsdale goes to Loudonville. Columbia will be at Northwestern. Northwestern's been playing excellent football as of late, along with their quarterback, too. Smithville goes to Fairless. Mapleton will be at Rittman. Firestone is at Norwayne. And Dalton will be at Clearview. In the OCC, Orville will be playing at Northwest. West Holmes will be at Steubenville. And Worcester is at Mount Vernon. Triway, as we head into this one tonight, 2-0 and on the year. They are 1-0 at home. They're 1-0 on the road. Last year, they played only four road games, and they finished 1-3 and on the road. Tony Lee, in his eighth year as head coach of the Titans, 51 wins against 27 defeats. Last year, they were 4-6 and on the season. They played two tight ball games to open up this year. They won the opener with West Holmes by a point. Last week, Trayvon Hall intercepted a Loudonville pass near midfield with less than a minute remaining to seal the Titans' 40-35 to road victory. Now this year, Coach Tony Lee moved his junior wide receiver from last year, Nick Sparr, to quarterback this year after the Carmichael brothers graduated. Last week, Sparr finished the game 24 of 32 passing for 209 yards and had one interception. Austin Davis has snagged 12 passes for 70 yards to lead Triway last week. They're young. They start eight juniors on offense, nine on defense. They return 13 lettermen, and they have only 30 kids in their top three classes. But, Tim, they've been able to find ways to win the first two weeks of the year. And with a young team, that's so important. Um, Confidence goes a long way, Dave, and uh, having the ability to pull out two close wins uh, gives them a lot of confidence coming into our home field tonight. Um, the one thing about Triway, you can tell, is, man, they can score. Um, 
30 some points in each of those ball games but they've they've, all, they've also given up a lot of points so um, it'll be interesting tonight that see if Waynell can get their offense in gear and maybe keep up with the Titans this evening and Triway has been turnover prone so far they've had six turnovers in the first two ball games so one of the keys for the Bears tonight is going to be to just what it was last week against Ridgewood try to get Triway to put the football on the ground so that they can recover That'll be a big key for the Bears tonight. Waynedale, they're 0-2 heading into tonight's game. As the Golden Bear Marching Band comes onto the field, we're about 17 minutes away from the kickoff of tonight's game. We'll be back to talk with head coach Matt Zerker, match up tonight's ball game, and talk about the key points in it. We'll do all that right after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. No managing your finances is a touchdown with PNC Virtual Wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. PNC Bank. Well, they'll just about let anybody into this press box now. We're home. Aaron Dorkson of the Worcester Daily Record, he just stepped into the press box. Eric Reby. He just came in. They'll just let anybody in. Hey, this that, place. that's Golden Bear hospitality. Dave. <laughs> yeah, we got the fire and ice food right behind us. Everybody wants to come hey, in and grab that. It's good to be home. It is. The Bears are 0 2 on the year, and Tim, as we've talked about, this being the first home game of the season. Matt Zerker pinning his hopes on tonight's game. His 11th year, 57 wins against 50 career defeats. Last year, the Bears were 5 and 0 here at home, and they were 0 and 2. And we're going to pause right now for our national anthem. marching band with our national anthem here this evening. Tim, this is one of these games where you really don't know which direction it's going to go because last week the Bears, it seemed like they played better, but Ridgewood still piled up 321 rushing yards in the ball game. Waynedale had 186 yards of total offense. 107 of those yards came on the ground. You don't know whether Waynedale is going to be able to play good offense tonight, good defense, what it's really going to take to win this game. I, I, I agree, Dave. You know, you just don't know what you're going to get. Um, Waynedale's first two opponents have been so good, and uh, 
you know, it's been such a struggle for us. We just really don't know what to expect as we uh, go against a, a team that is just as young as us. Well, so. Matt Zerker had a t- chance. I had a chance to talk to him earlier this week about it, and we'll find out what he has to say about tonight's ball game against the Titans. Matt, last week with the loss to Ridgewood, comparing the two games against Tusky Valley and Ridgewood, first of all, I thought, you know, even though the, the score differential was worse against Ridgewood, I thought the team played better football last week than they did against Tusky. There's definitely some areas where we took some steps forward. Um, you know, some of those guys getting their second start now under their belt um, looked a little bit better. I think we maybe played a little better football team in Ridgewood. You know, mm-hmm. they've been in the playoffs how many years in a row? We're a regional semi team last year, and they were all seniors. So, um, you know, their their experience, their athleticism and toughness definitely showed through. But um, you know, we saw on film we made some strides. Zimmerle, we gave him the start of the game. I thought, except for the first drop pass that he had, I thought he played very well on offense. Yeah, Matt stepped into a role that, uh, you know, with Colton Purdy not playing, he was one of the main targets on offense and made a couple big fourth down catches, made another catch uh, on a kind of broken play where he was aware and went deep. And, uh, you know, Reber kept his composure, stepped up in the pocket and delivered a deep pass to him. So uh, Matt's shown a lot of growth, especially in the last month, and we're going to need him to continue to do that as we move forward. You know, you had to depend upon him for a lot last week with Purdy's injury, did that actually turn out to be a good thing in the end? Well, for him, it gave him a chance to step into the spotlight a little bit and show that he's capable of doing some things, you know. And so um, he was our leading receiver and had close to 80 yards of offense there and uh, was one of our returners on off- at the kick return spot and touched it there. So, um, you know, he's another one of those guys that hadn't played a lot, even though he was a senior, got a chance to do some things, and hopefully he can just build off of that. Derek Reber, I thought, played well at quarterback, maybe not as far as the running game was concerned, but the passing game, he seemed to really, something kind of switched into him in the second quarter. Well, it's uh, he he went through his progressions and you know he found some guys and um, maybe we weren't quite as proficient as far as the completion percentage as we would like, but part of that was the pressure, part of that was you know Colton not being there and being down or a little bit limited at that side of the ball. But uh, Derek's making strides, and we need him to continue to make those strides as we move forward. And Jarrett Varner, the last drive, people may think that it was against the second and third team of Ridgewood, but. He seemed to do some nice things from the running back position in that last drive. Yeah, Jarrett's been one of those sophomores who's given us everything we've asked of him. Uh, he's been on all our special teams, playing defense. Uh, he's been very aggressive on that side of the ball and um, really showed some promise. And so on offense as well, he's got good hands and good vision and good quick feet. So um, as we move forward, you know, definitely a guy that's thrown his name into the mix there to get some touches. Matt, the first two games, third down has seemed to be a problem in certain situations. Is that something that you've tried to address this week with the team? You know, we talk about third downs on both sides of the ball, kind of being a money down. And defensively, it's getting that that stop and getting off the field. Obviously, on offense, it's converting the first down, staying on the field, and keeping the drive going. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a critical situation. The pressure gets cranked up a little bit. Uh, a lot of times, there's a little bit more blitzing, whether it's coming on the defensive side or um, you know they're getting down in the bag of tricks on offense. So it's just you got to be a little bit sharper, a little bit more focused, and you got to find a way to get off the field on defense. This triway team is probably not as explosive as the last couple of years. Would you say that? Yeah, they don't have as many weapons. You know, they're still going to spread the football field out. Um, it's a little bit of a telltale. They play with the running back majority of the time, um, and they'll use him in protection. They run the ball a little bit more. Um, you know, if you look at their stats, the the touches are not as spread out as what they've been in the last six, seven years. So, um, you know, they definitely have some weapons, but maybe not quite as many as what we're used to seeing. You know, they. 
moved their best receiver last year, Spar, at least I thought he was, to the quarterback position. What does he bring to that position that maybe they, they needed, especially considering the last three quarterbacks that they've had have been pretty good? Yeah, his he's athletic. He's pretty tall, so he's got a good presence in the pocket. Um, definitely seems to, to like to run the ball a little bit more maybe than uh, some of the other ones, and he'll use his legs a little bit more. And uh, has a nice touch, it seems like, on the shorter and intermediate passes. And um, like I said, with his threat of running the football, definitely presents challenges. You know, they're a junior-oriented team. They they start a lot of juniors. But these first two weeks, Matt, they have really, it seems like, done what they've had to do in order to win football games. Yeah, they've won a couple close ball games, and they found way to, ways to make plays. And uh, whether it be get a turnover on defense and then, you know, make it happen on offense or just execute when they had to down the stretch, um, they had leads, you know, small leads in both fourth quarters, and they were able to run the football effectively enough to help kind of milk the clock, which um, is something maybe you hadn't seen out of them in the years past. Good to be home. Absolutely. You're chopping at the bit to get out there. Good luck tonight, Matt. Thanks, Dave. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. PNC Bank. We're just about set for the kickoff, about seven minutes away of tonight's game. Triway 2-0 on the season after a couple of close victories to open up the year. Waynedale getting hammered in their first two games, 0-2 on the year. The Bears, as far as the injury report is concerned, one man is out, that's Austin Rogers. He'll be out for the rest of the year due to that concussion. Colton Purdy, who had the concussion two weeks ago, missed last week's game. He is back tonight. Cole Geyser with that broken and dislocated finger has it in a cast. He will play this evening. Ty Straits has got turf toe. And they put him in a special shoe, Tim. And he was able to practice on Wednesday. And the very first play that they put him in on the offense, the center pulled and stepped right on that toe. (laughs) But he will be playing tonight, probably just on offense. Well, it will be good to have him back. you know, a lot of those players, we get, us getting back tonight, are, are, are the leaders of this squad, and it's going to be nice to have uh, uh, both Colton and Ty back on the field this evening. Absolutely, and as far as the Bears are concerned, that is a look at their injury for tonight. Now, when you look at what's happening as far as the keys for tonight's game, for Triway, what are their keys? Well, Dave, you know, they're just going to have to move the ball. Uh, they've got the leading receiver in the area in Davis. Uh, they're going to want to uh, get him the ball quite a bit, I'm sure. Uh, but, you know, they have the ability to run with Myers as well. So um, they're going to want to just score. Um, they're going to want to keep the confidence they've built up in the first two games uh, and uh, hopefully build from there. And as far as Wayndale, their keys to the game, they've got to be able to move the ball offensively tonight and 
third down is a key component to tonight's game, both offensively and defensively. They've not been able to do a good job, both offensively and defensively, on third down. Triway 2-0, Waynedale 0-2. I'm Dave Mitchell with Tim Ebert. The kickoff is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of the PNC Bank pregame show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. The game is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Hi, I'm Benny Wells. Whatever the sport, wherever it's played, there's one thing that student athletes, coaches, and fans can all share, sportsmanship. The Ohio High School Athletic Association Respect the Game campaign reminds us that school sports are so much more than wins and losses. On behalf of the OHSAA, let's all do our part to make school sports a fun, positive, and rewarding experience that student athletes will remember for a lifetime. Every game, every time, let's all respect the game. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. All right, it's game day. You only got one job to do. That's win. That means you stay focused for four quarters. Know your assignments and finish on every play. Don't be looking for shortcuts and don't even think about making excuses. Because if you want the W, you're going to have to earn it. Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Football. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Spidel Funeral Home in two locations, Mount Eaton and in Brewster, Yoder Builders of Orville, the Harvest Market in Apple Creek, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg, Murphy's Promotions, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Shout Brothers Farms, Miller Custom Exteriors, Troyer Signs, Dutch Quality Stone, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Weaver Custom Homes, Reaver Milk Transport of Apple Creek, Clayzak Kitchen and Bath, and Troyer Roofing. Now let's go to the field for this Waynedale Golden Bears High School football game. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Waynedale High School in Apple Creek, Ohio. I'm Dave Mitchell with Tim Ebert. And tonight on UltimateSportsTalk.com, we've got high school football action for you as the Waynedale Golden Bears come home for the first time this season to take on the Triway Titans. The Titans are 2-0 and after victories over West Holmes and Loudonville last week. Meanwhile, the Bears are 0-2 on the year, and they are coming in after losses at Tusky Valley and at Ridgewood last week. Tim, as we talked about on the PNC Bank pregame show, this is a game where you really don't know which direction it's going to go. It could be a defensive struggle, or it could be a shootout at the OK Corral. Well, hopefully for Waynedale, it's not a shootout. Uh, we've really struggled on offense thus far. Uh, we get the ball first, Dave, and uh, establishing a, a few first downs and keeping control of the ball would go a long way in building confidence and controlling the game. Well, the Bears are coming out to, onto the field in their brown uniforms with gold numerals. First time that they have worn these uniforms here this season as this is their first game at home. It is a good crowd here tonight. It's a well-represented crowd for Waynedale here on the uh, near side of the field as we are 
back in our friendly confines. And Tim, as I have said over the last couple of years of doing these games, uh, this is, I think, the best site to do a game from in this, this press box. Well, there's just nothing quite like Friday night football, Dave. And, you know, the first two weeks, we, we've had to go quite a distance to uh, away ball games. And uh, I know the Wayndale team's got to be excited to finally be able to be at home and open up for their uh, hopes portion of the schedule. This one should be a very entertaining game. We'll have the kickoff for you right after this. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com Waynedale will be receiving the kickoff tonight as they won the coin toss. As I said, they are in their brown uniforms, gold numerals, white trim. Triway will be kicking it off from right to left across your computer screen. And it will be Dylan Allison, a senior, 5'10", 185 pounds, set to kick it off for Triway in their white uniforms with purple numerals and pants and silver trim. The officials are set to go. Ron Fuller actually making a call here tonight. He's the head referee. We'll give you the referees. And they've decided that they're going to start this thing early, even though the clock was just now ticking down to 15 seconds. The W very nicely adorned here tonight, sponsored by the Fire and Ice Pub, Harry Ice. Our thanks to him, along with Jimmy Miller, who is the one that painted it on the field. First time we've got a chance to see that this year. A one-game homestand, and then the Bears go to Hillsdale next week to open the WCAL. Colton Purdy, who's back in the lineup tonight, back set to return. Allison approaches it, and it will be taken in by Purdy at the 10. To the 15, up the far side to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. And he'll be brought down outside the 30, down to about the 33-yard line after a return of 23 yards on the kickoff, and the Bears will start first and 10 at their own 33-yard line. Boy, Dave, it's nice to see Purdy back. Uh, Bears are starting right away with the uh, good field position. Derek Reaver will be the starting quarterback tonight. Logan Stanley and Kyle Ice, the running backs. Purdy and Zimmerly are at the wide receivers. The offensive line has Cole Geyser, Ty Straits, Dylan Omstutz, Asa Plant, and Tyler Motter across the front line. Ben Farrar lines up tight end left. Out of the pistol is Derek Reber. Reber with Logan Stanley moves to the right of him. Ball on the far hash mark. Movement on the defensive line for Triway. And we'll have a, believe it or not, let's see what they decide to call. Your officials for tonight's game, Ron Fuller, the referee. Matt Kirsten is the line judge. Jason Schneider is the head linesman. Don Coleman, the umpire. And Mike Phillips is the back judge. And now the officials confer, decide that, what are they going to call? Ron Fuller is now yelling the call over to Matt Zerker. Boy, that was a late. They're going to call a illegal substitution penalty against Waynedale and an offside against Triway. That was a, an extremely late illegal substitution penalty call because Chuff got off about five seconds before the play was ever designed to be put in motion. Reber gets the high snap from center on first and ten on offsetting penalties. And he takes it out across the 35 for a gain of, call it about three on the play. 
for Derek Reaver, his first carry of the night, and it's second down and seven. Ball resting just across the 35-yard line. Reaver on the year, 16 rushes, 76 yards, two touchdowns. He's got the only two touchdowns that the Bears have achieved this year. Receivers out wide on both sides. Ball in the far hash mark. Stanley to the right. Moving in motion is Jared Varner. And the handoff goes right up the middle to Logan Stanley. And he is bottled up and brought down right at the 36-yard line for maybe a half a yard. Not much room for Stanley there, Dave. It's going to be real interesting to see if the Bears can run the ball against Triway. They've given up quite a bit of rushing yards the first two weeks. Uh, So you would think that we might have some success on the ground tonight. So the ball resting at the 35. They need to get it out to the 43-yard line to pick up a first down. So it's third down and a long seven. Reber out of the pistol with Stanley right behind him. Receivers out wide on both sides. High snap. Reber picks it up. Rolls to his left. Throws it down the middle and threw it behind Ben Farrar and incomplete. Reber just threw it right behind Farrar and the Bears will go three and out on their first possession. And Colton Purdy, who was out last week, will come back in and will punt the ball this week. Purdy, the first week, had two 52-yard punts. But now, just like what kind of action we're going to get out of the Bears tonight. You've got to ask yourself, will Purdy go back to the rugby-style kick or just straight away? Austin Davis is back set to return for Triway. Good snap. Purdy gets a high spiral kick that will hit at about the 37-yard line, and it will roll dead inside the 30 and will be brought down right there at the 30-yard line for a 44-yard punt for Colton Purdy. Well, we'll... Get a good gauge pretty soon here, Dave, as to whether uh, uh, the Bears are going to be able to uh, keep up with the Titans tonight. Uh, pretty important this first drive for the Bears to get them off the field and get the ball back to their offense. Check that. Excuse me. That was a 34-yard punt for Colton Purdy. Ten and a half minutes to go, and Triway has the football now for the first time tonight. Their quarterback, Nick Spar, who played wide receiver last week. Now some movement on the Bears' offensive line. They go with that spread. Single setback is Luke Myers, number 44, their junior running back. They start eight juniors on offense. Spar throws it out into the flat, and it is complete to Dylan Allison. Allison, who is also their place kicker, caught it at about the 27-yard line and ran forward across the 30 out to the 35-yard line. So a gain of five yards on the... Pass completion. Triway goes no huddle. They've got the ball at the 35, second and five. Spar, they always go up, look to snap it quickly, and then look over to the sideline to their offensive coaching staff to pick up the play, a la what Ohio State did for the last couple of years. Spar drops back out of the pistol. He's going to throw a high lofting pass up to Davis. Davis goes up and catches it. Right in front of the Bears defensive back, Colton Purdy. He's got a first down right at midfield on the play after the 15-yard completion. Well, Dave, one of the things that makes Triway very different from our first two opponents is they're they're averaging 30-plus passes per ball game, and our defensive backfield has not been tested that much our first two weeks. So the ball resting at the 49-yard line. Spar, he's going to throw the ball out into the flat, and it is complete on a slant-in pattern. Complete on the play to Hunter Brown. Brown picks up eight yards on it. And that now Spar is three for three in the passing department. 
And it is second down after the completion. Spar drops back, throws it out, and it is complete to Allison right at the 40. Just a gain of a yard as he stepped out of bounds. Nice coverage by Reaver. Well, Dave, it brings up one of our uh, big keys tonight. Third down, big play for the Bears' defense. And Spar now six for six in the passing department, and it's third down and a long yard from the Waynedale 40. Spar out of the pistol. He's going to hand it off right up the middle to his running back, Luke Myers. Myers has got the first down across the 40, down to the 35-yard line. Gain of five for Myers. First running play of the night for Triway, and they pick up their initial first down. And Dave, just when you think you're ready for the pass, they hit you with that run. So it's first and ten at the Waynedale 35-yard line. Triway effectively moving the football. They've got stacks on both ends of the field. Ball in the near hash mark. Spar, he's going to throw the ball over the middle, and it is complete to Davis. He cuts it in at the five and into the end zone for the touchdown. Dave, that was Check that. That was Braden Biggs, the wide receiver junior. He catches it from 35 yards out for the TD. One-handed grab right over the middle, Dave. Unbelievable catch by Biggs. And Triway gets on the scoreboard right away. In that drive, Spar was five for five in that drive. Now they go with the swinging gate. Extra point attempt. And Allison, now as they line up directly around the center, Allison will come in and attempt the extra point. Cole Hissong will be holding it. High snap. Hissong gets it down. Allison puts it up. And it is good. 9.15 to go in the first quarter of play. And your score from Waynedale. It is Triway 7 and Waynedale, nothing. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, of course. Build your own burger. The wings every Thursday night are half price. And there's the brisket and pulled pork. The steaks and seafood are second to none, and the appetizers are to die for. Everything cooked to your satisfaction. All this and live bands, too. At the Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sundays, 11 to 8. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Hard work, honesty, genuine care. Traits that define Dutch Quality Stone as a company. Created by local workers, Dutch Quality Stone's products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. Located in the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch Quality Stone veneers exhibit all the unique beauty of nature with easy-to-install options for residential and commercial properties. In central Ohio, people believe in doing things right. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Route 250 near Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. 9.15 to go in the first quarter of play. We did this just three minutes ago. Triway leads it 7 to nothing, and Allison will kick it off. Low line drive kick. That Colton Purdy will take in at his 7. To the 10, to the 15, to the 20. Cuts to the far side across the 25, and he'll be run out of bounds at the 30-yard line after a 23-yard kickoff return by Purdy. Tim, again, it's third down that is biting the Bears. Yeah, the Bears had him third and four. Would have been a big play to get him off the field. And uh, uh, they hit him with a, a long run. And then the, the uh, beautiful TD pass to Biggs. 9.08 left to go in the first quarter. Bears will have the football. They're going to mark him just shy of the 30. They're going to say the 29. And that's where the Bears will have it. First and 10 from their own 29-yard line. Derek Reaver coming out late 
into the huddle. Zimmerly, who had four catches last week, goes out wide left. Coming out to the near side is Colton Purdy. Jared Varner lines up in the slot. Out of the pistol, Reber drops back, looks over the middle. It is complete to Purdy at the 35, and he'll be downed at the 39-yard line, close to a first down. That's about a nine-yard completion to Colton Purdy. First completion of the night for Derek Reber, and it will bring up second and short. Nice little crossing pattern for Purdy, and Reber hit him right in stride. Kyle Ice checking into the ballgame now as Jared Varner will check out. Bears will run the stack to the near side. Ball in the middle of the field. Zimmerly in the front of the stack. Purdy right behind him. Kyle Ice lines up wing right. Ice snap, handoff, fake handoff. Reber's going to keep it off right guard. He's got the first down out across the 45 to the 50-yard line. Gain of 11 on the play for Derek Reber and the Bears' first first down of the night. Real real good job by Reber. He held that ball into Ice's belly for quite a while, pulled it out at the last minute. And Ty Straits is down at about the 43-yard line, and he is banging his head on the turf. You can almost guarantee it's that toe again. As we talked about on the pregame show, Ty got turf toe last week on that kickoff return that he had early in the ball game, and he set out most of the remainder of the game. Brandon Giles, the trainer, brought in a special insole for his shoe to protect that toe, and then on the first play in practice on Wednesday, he was stepped on, right on the toe. And it aggravated it again. He was only going to play offense, but now, in the amount of pain, he's walking off under his own power, but you could tell that he's hurting walking off. So we'll see the status of Straits coming up later on in this game. So Straits has to leave after the injury timeout. Zimmerly, as we get back to action, ball right at midfield. 8.25, Bears with their initial first down of the night. Reber's going to go under center for the first time tonight. Eye formation, receivers out wide on both sides. Hand off to Stanley. Stanley bobbled the football. It goes into Wayndale territory, picked up by one of the backs in the backfield for Triway. Flag down on the play. That ball was recovered by Justin Mackey, the 5'10 senior. It will be Triway's football as he took it back inside Wayndale territory down to the 34-yard line, and I think you're going to see a face mask penalty. So the Bears cough up the first turnover of the night, and it's sent back to Wayndale's 34-yard line, and then they'll mark off the 15-yard personal foul on the face mask penalty. That will take it down inside the 20 and down to the 18-yard line where Triway will start first and 10 with 8.15 to go. Just what the Bears did not need, Tim, and that is turnovers here tonight. No, well, they cannot afford turnovers, Dave. So Triway, who methodically moved down the field in their initial drive, now has it in Wayndale territory, first and 10 at the Bears' 18. Myers moves over to the right out of the pistol. Moving in motion to the left side is Davis. Dropping back as far out of the pistol. He's going to throw the ball over the middle. It is complete to number 82, Hunter Brown, and he scores the second touchdown of the night. 19-yard touchdown pass, second one of the evening by Spar. He's got 83 yards passing tonight on six of six attempts. And it's the second touchdown pass now. For Hunter Brown. 
He was wide open, Dave. Not a bear defender near it. Right over the middle. And it is now 13 to nothing. Triway. Allison comes in to attempt the extra point and drills it straight through. 8.09 to go in the first quarter. And your score, it is Triway 14, Waynedale nothing. In the moment you need a funeral home, choose one that can exceed your expectations. That's the Spidel Funeral Home. Every day the Spidel Funeral Home proves what matters most, family. They've been family-owned and operated for over 125 years. And when you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting with your choices. And trust your family with their care. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Need a full-service construction firm? Yoder Builders in Oroville specializes in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Make a new man cave in that dingy basement. Add on a new sunroom or deck. Yoder Builders in Oroville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job. From the ground up to a new house and everything else. Call Yoder Builders in Oroville, 330-684-1050. A member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. We have just barely played four minutes of this one, and all of a sudden, Triway is up 14 to nothing. Allison will kick it off from right to left. It'll be taken in by Purdy right at the one-yard line. Purdy cuts it up the far side to the 15 to the 20, out to the 24-yard line, where he is gang-tackled and dropped. They'll say right at the 25-yard line, so a return of 24 yards on the kickoff for Colton Purdy. The Bears have fallen on this one 14 to nothing. This is almost as shocking as two years ago, that 74-47, when the Bears jumped out at the end of the first quarter 20 to 6, and then Triway woke up. That's what has to happen to the Bears here tonight. They need to wake up. Is it just me, or does Ron Fuller always seem to spot the ball a yard short of where the, the guys mark it? They had him at the 30, now they've got it at the 24. They had him at the 25, excuse me, now they've got him at the 24. Reber out of the pistol. Bears showing a wing formation. Stanley in the backfield with Reber. High snap, Reber's going to keep it off right guard. He's going to take it across the 25, out to the 27-yard line for a gain of three. Reber's carried the ball three times tonight for 17 yards. They've, we haven't been able to move the ball on offense. We just uh, cannot afford to turn the ball back over to Triway. Um, their offense has looked as good as advertised. Reber, third down, second down, seven yards to go. Purdy out wide to the right. Zimmerly goes out wide left, ball in the far hash mark. Again, that wing formation. Farrar lines up along with Ice at the wings. Fake handoff to Stanley. Reber rolls out to the right. He's going to throw the ball over the head and incomplete to Ben Farrar. Reber was under heavy pressure, but Farrar, he just overthrew it. Yeah, Farrar was wide open, coming to the near side here. Reber just overthrew him by a touch. And it will be third down and seven yards to go from the 27-yard line. 7-19 left to go in this first quarter. 14-0 Triway. Varner lines up wing right. Farrar, slot right. Bears go trips to the right. Now Purdy is going to flip spots with Varner. Varner goes out wide to the right. Purdy in the slot. Zimmerly out wide left. Dropping back is Reber. Reber rolls out to his right. He's going to throw it over the head and incomplete to Colton Purdy. 
Reber now one for four in the passing department, and it's fourth down. And seven yards to go, and the Bears will be forced to punt from their own 27. And unfortunately, Dave, the Triway offense will be back on the field here pretty quickly. Bears need a big punt right now out of Colton Purdy. As we said, in week one against Husky Valley, he punted the football. Now let's see. Now Purdy is not going to punt. That appears to be Jared Varner who is going to drop back and punt the football away. I believe that's Varner, or is that Stanley? Can't tell. It's fake to Purdy. Purdy's going to throw the ball over the middle. Tried to get it to Farrar, and it is incomplete. The Bears tried a trick play, got it to Purdy, and Purdy tried to throw it over the middle to Ben Farrar, and the, they turn it over on downs. So Triway will take it over first and ten at the Waynedale 27-yard line. Third time they've had the ball, second time in Waynedale territory. Short field, Dave, and it doesn't take them long to score. 7-11 left to go. Matt Zerker really rolling the dice on that play, and it came up triway. Hunter Brown comes out wide to the left, out of the pistol. Moving in motion is Davis to the near side. Spar. Handoff goes right up the middle to Myers. Myers gets hit behind the line but drags a tackler forward inside the 25 down to the 24-yard line for a gain of three. Logan Stanley did a great job filling the hole there, Dave. He had the initial contact. Myers could only get a gain of three. Second down seven from the 25 right inside the 25 of Waynedale. Spar now single setback. Austin Davis moved before the snap, so that'll be a penalty. First one of the night against either club if you discount the offsetting penalties right in the first play of the game. That'll be a five-yarder against Triway. And it will mark it back from the 25 back to the 30 and make it second down and call it a short 12, long 11. Ball just inside the 30-yard line of Waynedale. Davis out wide to the right. Brown comes out wide to the left. Brown's got the two touchdown catches so far. Now Davis is going to come out to the left, along with Paul. Myers lines up on the left of Spar out of the pistol. Five-man line. Spar pitches it out to Myers around the right-hand side, inside the 25 to the 20, to the 15 to the 10, and he is drugged down on the play by Kyle Ice, who saved the touchdown. Yeah, without Ice, he would have been in, Dave. Takes it down to the nine, a 21-yard gain for Luke Myers and another first down. That's their fifth of the night. First and goal at the nine-yard line of Waynedale. Spar out of the pistol, ball in the far hash mark, trips to the left. Biggs is out to the right. Now Spar's going to roll out to his right on the quarterback keeper. He's going to be cut down at about the six-yard line and run out of bounds right there by Ben Farrar. Nice play by Farrar to chase down Spar. Gain of just two on the play. Yeah, Spar running to the short side of the field. Not much room there. Farrar did a great job getting him down. 5.58 to go. Seeing some clouds coming in from behind us. I'm not sure if there's going to be any rain here tonight. We were expecting some after about the 9 o'clock hour. Spar on second and goal from the 6. He gets the direct snap. He's going to throw the ball over the middle. Knocked down. Not sure who got their mitt on the football there. 
about at the linebacker position, but he tried to go to Biggs, and the ball was knocked down at about the linebacker spot, just past the line of scrimmage, and it's third and goal to go. That's the first incompletion of the night by Spar. So it brings up third and goal from the six, 5.54, clock stop, trips to the left. You've got Brown, Davis, and Hall out to the left. Biggs out to the right. Now Spar gets the snap, rolls out to the left, throws it into the end zone, incomplete over the head of Hall, and it will bring up fourth down and goal from the six. And let's see what Tony Lee, in his eighth year as head coach, decides to do. Looks like he's going to go for the touchdown and disdain the field goal. 5.49 left to go, so Triway already up 14 to nothing. We'll try to add another six onto the scoreboard. Same formation as before, only Myers is on the left, now he switches over to the right. Biggs is out to the right-hand side, trips to the left, ball in the far hash mark. Spar is going to throw the ball up into the end zone to Biggs, he's got a touchdown! Zimmerly had the coverage, but he never turned around to look. And Biggs went up over the top of him and grabbed it. Third touchdown pass of the night. For Spar, first one going to Biggs. Or check that, excuse me, second one going to Biggs. From He's got two catches for 41 yards. And Allison will come in and attempt the extra point. And now a penalty flag thrown from the side judge and looks like it'll be offsides against Waynedale. Well, coming into the game, Dave, you thought all of uh, the passes were going to Allison, but uh, Triway so far has just spread the ball to everybody. Uh, you really can't focus on one player. So Allison will come in to attempt his third extra point of the night. High snap, but they get the ball down. The kick is drilled up and through the uprights. So now it's 21 to nothing. Triway on top of the Bears, and not what this opening home night crowd here at Waynedale wanted to see. Bears now down 21 to nothing. We're going to be keeping a close eye on some scores, especially the. Indians score, which they are in Minnesota tonight. So that game won't get underway until around 8.30 this evening, just a little bit after 8 o'clock. So Allison's going to kick it off again. This will be his fourth kickoff. He's got to be getting a tired leg after this first quarter. We've got 5.45 left to go in the first, and the Bears are just eight points away from the running clock for the rest of the game. This has not been a good opening night home crowd. Good home crowd, but not a good opener at home for the Bears. Down 21 to nothing. So Allison will kick it off. And Purdy set back to return at his own five. And it's a low line drive kick that will be taken in by Zimmerly at the 15. He cuts it to the far side, to the 20, and he's going to be stacked up at the 23 and brought down right there after an 8-yard return. That's the first time that Zimmerly has had a chance to run back a kickoff tonight. 
So it's first down and 10 for the Bears, and boy, do they need a drive here. They do. They need to get a few first downs, take some time off the clock, get some confidence, try to find some continuity on offense. So the ball right at the 23-yard line. Make it just close to the 24. That's what the scoreboard says. 5.37 left to go in the first quarter. Ty Straits is coming back out to play left guard, so obviously he got the pain out of that turf toe of his, so he's back out on the line. Chup goes out wide to the left, his first appearance in a wide receiver. Now out of the shotgun, Reber all alone in the backfield. Waynedale going with receivers out wide on both sides, and Chup jumped the starting count and is hit for the illegal procedure penalty. That's the second penalty of the night against Waynedale for 10 yards, 5.36 to go in the first quarter of play, and that'll mark them back inside the 20, back to the 18-yard line. 21-0 Triway. And the Bears are walking around out on the field like it is 21-0. Chup goes out wide to the left. Purdy, wide right. Now moving in motion is Stanley. Fake handoff. Reber's going to keep it right up the middle, and he spins out to about the 19-yard line for a gain of a yard. Dave Wayneal had run that play two or three times with some success, but Troway did a nice job reading at that time. Reber kept the ball, and the Titans were right there to stop him for a one-yard gain. Reber's run the ball four times tonight, 18 yards. Of course, he had the long one of 11 earlier in the first quarter to pick up the first down. 5.05 left to go in the quarter. Second down, 14 yards to go. Stanley in motion to the far side. They hand it off to him on the jet. He cuts it across the 20, dives forward to the 25-yard line, stays in bounds. Nice tackle there by Hall. So a pickup. Uh, give him six on the carry. Out to the 25-yard line, and it will bring up third down and eight. Dave, we talked about how important third down was on defense just as much on offense. The Bears need to convert this third down. Purdy out wide left, Chup slot left. Varner wide to the right. Stanley lines up in the pistol beside Reber to his left. Ball in the near hash mark. And Reber gets the ball batted down at the line of scrimmage. Tried to get it to Logan Stanley and set up the screen. So the incompletion on the bat down pass... Reber now one for five in the passing department. 4.23 to go, and the Bears will be three and out again. Fourth down, eight from their own 25-yard line. Now Purdy will go back, and he will punt the ball away. Set back to return, Austin Davis back at about his own 35-yard line. Purdy will punt it away from the 25. Good snap. Purdy gets it away. High end over end kick. That'll hit at the 45. Take a Waynedale bounce inside the 40. And it will be down right there. Bears are saying that Triway is the one that kicked it. But the official says no. Tri- Waynedale is the one that touched the football. And it will be down at the 38-yard line. So a 37-yard punt by Purdy. 27-yard punt. And Triway will take it over first and 10 at their own 38-yard line. They've had it four times, and this time they take it over in their own territory. Spar, ball on the far hash mark. Drops back to pass, straight back. Going to look over the middle. It is complete to Davis. Davis is going to be hit right at the line. Then struggle forward for a couple of yards. 
tackle made by Chuff on a nice play right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Nice play by the Bears defensive secondary. 3.49 left to go. Ball at the 38-yard line, second and 10. 21-0 Triway. Spar with Myers to the right of him, and now there's movement, I believe, on the offensive line of Triway, and that'll be a penalty against the Titans, and it will knock them back five yards. And, Dave, these are the small positive signs we're looking for. The Bears are backing the uh, Titans up, second and long. Uh, real important for the defense to rise up and uh, get the ball back. Yeah, but you've got to be able to do something offensively with it when you do get it back. 3.19 left to go. Spar, ball in the near hash mark. Second down, 15 yards to go. He'll roll out to his right. Good snap. He rolls out to the right. Intercepted on the play by Zimmerly. Zimmerly at the 40 to the 35. Cuts to the near side. To the 30. To the 25. And he'll be brought down at the 22-yard line. There's a flag down, and it'll be a personal foul called against Triway for a face mask. Exactly what the Bears needed. They needed to have the defense rise up in that uh, long situation. Zimmerly stepped in front of the pass. Uh, sets the Bears up on a short field. So that's the first turnover of the night. Actually, that's the first takeaway this year, if I'm not mistaken, by the Bears defensively. And they take it over first and ten with 3.03 to go in the first quarter, down 21 nothing at the triway. They've got it spotted at the 22, but they'll take it half the distance to the goal on that personal foul. Well, they're only going to give them... They're going to say that was an incidental face mask. Well, again, it's Ron Fuller's crew. So it's just a five-yard penalty against Triway. Well, I don't know how much more you can grab a face mask and not get called for the personal foul kind. Ice is going to line up. Ball at the 16-yard line. That's where Waynedale will have it. First and 10 at the Triway 16. Out of the shotgun. Moving in motion is Stanley. Now a flag down on the side, and there's a legal procedure called against Waynedale. So every time the Bears get a break, they shoot themselves in the foot. I was thinking the same thing, Dave. Sign of a young team. Just when you get some positive plays going in your way, the Bears are hit with a penalty or a turnover. Um, First and 15 now as the Bears now have to uh, look at a yard, long yarded situation. Third penalty of the night. Zimmerly goes out wide to the left. Stanley, slot left. Ice lines up in the backfield. Farrar tied in right. Stanley's going to move in motion to the near side. Fake handoff. Pitch inside goes to Purdy. Purdy around the left-hand side to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, but a flag call. Flag is thrown on the far side by the line, Judge. That's a 21-yard touchdown run by Purdy, but let's hold on and wait and see what the call will be. Well, they're lining up for the extra point. Looks like it's going to be something on Triway. Holding? Nope, they're going to say it's against the Bears, so they'll hold against the Bears. And the penalty will knock them back and negate the 21-yard touchdown by Colton Purdy. Boy, that was a well-executed play by the Bears nonetheless, but maybe it was because of the hold. So they'll mark it back from the 21, and it will go back to the 30, just outside the 30. 
And it will bring up first down, and the Bears can still get a first down inside the 10 at about the 7. So call it first down and about 23 yards to go. Now with the football, the Bears going from left to right. Reber looks over to the side. Receivers out wide on both sides. Purdy to the near side, Zimmerly the far side. Handoff will go, fake handoff to Stanley around the right-hand side is Reber. Reber off the tackle inside the 25, and he's stacked up right there and brought down. And Matt Zerker immediately comes in and is screaming at his offensive line, wanting better blocking, and he takes a timeout immediately. That's the Bears' first timeout here in this first half. So the Bears will have it. That is a five-yard gain by Purdy. Well, they're going to mark him down, yeah, right inside the 25-yard line, so give him a five-yard gain on the play. He's carried the ball five times tonight, unofficially, for 23 yards. He's obviously the Bears' leading ground gainer. Ball marked at the 24. 2.44 left to go in this first quarter of play. Bears down 21 to nothing. And this is a very, very important drive for the Bears. Colton Purdy had a 21-yard touchdown run negated earlier, a holding penalty. Bears will have two timeouts left in this half. At halftime, we'll talk Ohio State football and the Wayne County Athletic League Conference play starting next week. Uh, Coming up on our Apple Creek Bank halftime report. Straight shotgun now for Purdy. Moving in motion to the far side of Stanley. Fake handoff. He's going to throw it out in the flat. Complete to Purdy at the 25. Cuts inside. Now back outside across the 20 to the 15. And he'll be drug out of bounds near the 13-yard line on an 11-yard reception by Colton Purdy. Just the second completion of the night for Derek Reber. Excellent job by Purdy, Dave. He caught the ball. He was uh, one against about four triway Titans and did a lot of that all on his own. 2.18 left to go. Clock will continue to run because he did not go out of bounds. Third and seven. Like we said, the Bears can get a first down. They need to get inside the seven-yard line of Triway to pick up a first down. Ball now at the 14, so it's third down and seven. Zimmerly goes out wide to the left. Ball in the near hash mark. Slot left is Purdy. Logan Stanley off to the left of Purdy out of the pistol. Fake handoff. Purdy's going to keep it off left guard this time. Across the 10, he's down to the 8 near a first down. He's got six yards on the carry, and he'll be close to a first down, and let's see if it's field goal time or if they'll go for the touchdown. 29 yards on six carries tonight for Derek Reber, and the Bears are going to go big across the front line and go for it. It's going to be fourth down, call it two yards to go. They've got him spotted at about the nine-yard line. I say this again. They marked the ball one place and then spotted another. Reber out of the pistol. Moves Stanley to the left. Handoff goes to Stanley off the right side. Stutters inside the five. He's got the first down, and it's goal to go. Triway screaming that Stanley coughed up the football, and they recovered. But that's not the case. Four-yard carry on the play for Logan Stanley, and it's first and goal for the Bears. And now the Bears will go hurry up. Reber behind out of the pistol. Moves Stanley to the left. Ball in the near hash mark. High snap. Goes off to Stanley. Up the middle into the end zone. Touchdown! Stanley 
with his first touchdown of the year. And boy, did the Bears need that one. It's 21-6 here in this first quarter of play. Logan Stanley caps off the drive with a four-yard touchdown run. And it's 21-6, and Andy Ford will come in to attempt the extra point. Purdy is the holder for the Bears as the Frisbees start getting thrown out of the crowd. Snap is good. Kick is down, and it is good. So Andy Ford completes it. And with 55 seconds to go in the first quarter, it is now 21-7. Triway on top of it. A couple of scores here so far. Columbia and Northwestern tied nothing-nothing after one. Mapleton leading Ripman in the second quarter. That's a surprise. 13-zip. Chippewa 7. Tesla nothing after one. Loudonville 7 over Hillsdale 6 after one. That's a shocker. Norway up 13-0 on Firestone after one. And Smithville is leading Fairless 14-0 after one. So that's a look at your scoreboard here tonight. 55 seconds left to go, and the Bears will kick it off for the first time here tonight. And, Tim, that's just what the doctor ordered. They needed a score. Absolutely, Dave. Uh, the, probably the most impressive thing on that uh, TD drive, uh, the Bears were way back, first in like uh, 20 and they didn't try to get it all back in one play. They uh, got a first down eventually on three plays, and Stanley took it in from the five. Yeah, after Colton Purdy, you know, you had to kind of think after he scored on that 21-yard run, and they called holding. Boy, they could pack it in right now, and nobody would blame them, but they buckled down and ended up taking it in, getting the first down, and then scoring on a Logan Stanley four-yard TD. And it's 21-7. to Now the Bears down by two scores back set to return Hall and Davis back at about their own 10 Ford the soccer player turned football kicker will approach it from left to right gets a high end over end kick that Davis will take in at his 13 cuts it across the 15 to the 20 now cuts it to the near side puts a stiff arm on one of the bear tacklers out to the 25 to the 30 breaks it free at the 40 to the 45 to the 50 and he'll be taken down at the 40 yard line nice play by one of the bear upbacks Luke McCreary sophomore made that tackle out across midfield to the 40-yard line. So a 47-yard return by Davis on the kickoff. Sets Triway up in good field position at the Waynedale 40 with 42 seconds to go in the quarter. Ball in the near hash mark. Brown out wide left. Allison slot left. They've got two receivers up to the far side. That is his song and Biggs. Spar, handoff up the middle to Myers. Myers oh, hit right at the line nice. of scrimmage and dropped. Boy, nice play by Logan Stanley after a yard gain. He just grabbed him at the thighs and drove him back. Man, he filled that hole beautifully, Dave. Dropped Myers right in the hole. No, practically no gain. 25 seconds to go in the quarter. They'll give him maybe a half a yard. Second down, call it 10. Spar with Myers to the right of him. Looks over to the sideline to Tony Lee for the play call. Receivers out wide on both sides. Dropping back as far. Heavy rush. Throws over the middle. Complete. Incomplete. Intercepted by Purdy. Went right through the hands of Davis. 
Purdy takes it to the 40, out to the 45-yard line, and the second turnover of the night against Triway has given the Bears the football at the 45-yard line. And that will do it for the end of the first quarter of play. We have played one quarter here at Waynedale, and your score at the end of one, it is Triway 21, Waynedale 7. On your way home and need something in a hurry, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru is the stop for you. Art Weaver and the Apple Creek Drive-Thru have been serving the community for 26 years. Stay in your car and let the friendly people at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru get what you need. From snacks, beverages, pizza, anything you may want. Just like the Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver and the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek. Troyer Roofing and Construction is your trusted expert for commercial and residential roofing needs in the area. They specialize in new roofs, repairs, and replacements with either shingles or steel. Troyer Roofing can even perform an energy-efficient restoration that can add years to your existing roof. Family-owned and operated for over 20 years, Troyer Roofing and Construction provides free quotes and professional service. For all your commercial and residential roofing needs, call the best. Troyer Roofing and Construction, 857-7865, or see their website, TroyerRoof.com. Well, as we head to the second quarter of play, Bears will be going from right to left across your computer screen, 21 to 7. And two turnovers by Triway has opened the door for the Bears to get back into this one, down by 14. Big, big play on the interception by Colton Purdy, and before that it was Matt Zimmerle. Bears on first and 10 from their own 45-yard line. Reber, handoff up the middle, it goes to Logan Stanley, and he's going to be stacked up and lost a yard back to the 44-yard line. Well, Dave, at the beginning of the game, you said one of the uh, downfalls for Triway is they were turnover-prone, and uh, it reared its ugly head toward the end of the uh, first quarter. Two turnovers has put the Bears in a position to cut into the Triway lead. They lead it now 21-7. Bears with Ferrar and Ice right behind the line of scrimmage in a wing formation. Dropping back Reber out of the pistol. Pump fake. Now he's going to throw the ball deep to Colton Purdy, and he was well defended on the play. Good defense by Triway's defensive back, Cole Hissong. He was right there stride for stride with Colton Purdy. Can't get any better coverage than that. Two for seven in the passing department tonight for the sophomore Reber. And it's third down and ten yards to go. Ball just shy of the 45, 11.20 left in this first half. Don't forget at halftime, we'll talk about the Wayne County Athletic League starting up next week and the Ohio State-Tulsa game tomorrow. Reber drops back on third and ten. He's going to look straight over the middle. He's got Zimmerly complete for the first down into Triway territory at the 30-yard line. 25-yard completion. They're going to mark him down, let's say, at the 26-yard line. Beautiful ball delivered there by Reber. Nice to see Zimmerly picking up where he left off last week. Uh, Dave, it's great to see Reber looking downfield. That was a great throw. 29 yards on the completion and another first down for Wayndale. They've got the ball at the 26-yard line of Triway. First and 10. Reber with Stanley off to his right. Fake handoff to Stanley. Reber takes it across on the right tackle. Up across the 25, inside the 20, and down to the 19-yard line. Seven yards on the pickup, and now there's a triway player down 
and hurt. Seven yards. That's 36 yards on seven carries for Derek Reber tonight. Most of them have been off the fake handoffs to Logan Stanley. Yeah, he's done a really good job hiding the ball, Dave. Triway uh, seems to be lo- keying in on Logan, and uh, Derek seems to really be able to read when they're going to hit Logan, and he just keeps it and has gained a lot of yards that way tonight. I can't tell who that is down for Triway. Can't tell who that is. Just looks like one of the linebackers that is down flat on his back at about the 17-yard line. But when we come back, there'll be 10.43 left to go in the first half. It'll be second down three for the Bears at the Triway 19. And your score here as we take a timeout. It is Triway 21, Waynedale 7. Breakfast time is the best time at Deb's Den. Every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 11, and Sundays, 9 to noon. Start the day off right with your favorite morning delights. Eggs, bacon, sausage, pancakes, all to your satisfaction, handmade and fresh. From breakfast on the weekends to the sandwiches with soups and sides for lunch and the dinner specials every day. Deb's Den's lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9, and Sunday, 12 to 3. Stop by Deb's Den for breakfast tomorrow or before next Friday's game for a quick meal. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Working hard to make your meals as delicious as possible. Okay, it appears that that is Mason Phillips down and hurt for the Triway Titans. He is a 190-pound junior defensive lineman, 5 feet 11 inches tall. And it looks like they're working on that left knee as he's laying flat on his back. But they've got the knee, and it looks like they're looking around that area and the thigh area. But Triway, the two turnovers, Tim, has given the Bears an opportunity to get back in this one. If they could score here, it's a brand-new ball game. Yeah, that would be huge for Waynedale, uh, Dave. It looked like they were about ready to go down so far that uh, the game might have been over. But right now, uh, the two turnovers have put the new life back into the Bears, and this could be a brand-new ball game if they're able to push this in. Well, Phillips, they've got him up and at least trying to put some weight on that left leg. At halftime, the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Report. We'll talk about the Ohio State-Tulsa game with Philip Montgomery, the head coach of Tulsa and Urban Meyer, and about the Wayne County Athletic League starting up next week and the schedule for next week. Phillips will limp off to the sideline. It'll be second down, three yards to go for the Bears, just inside the 20, marked at the 19. The Bears will come out after talking with Head coach Matt Zerker, they've got the stack out to the near side here. And now Purdy moves to the slot. Zimmerly, now they'll move the stack just in a little bit. Zimmerly will be the front man in the stack. Purdy right behind him. Ice on the left-hand side of the wing. High snap. Reber knocked it down. Now he's going to just throw the ball away. Boy, that was almost intentional grounding. And it will be. Ron Fuller waited five minutes to call that. And then finally called intentional grounding. Evidently, Dave, he didn't think there was a receiver out there to the right. Purdy threw the ball out of bounds to the right. Ron throws the flag. Well, there wasn't. I I will say that. It was the correct call. It's just that it took him forever to make it. I've said this time and time again. I call him no call, but when he does make a call, it's wrong. (laughs) So that will be... Five-yard penalty, and so that will mark him back to the 24-yard line. Well, they're going to mark it back, let's see, all the way back to the, from the spot of the foul. 
five yards from there back to the 34-yard line. I believe it's also a loss of down, Dane, brings up third down. So third down, ball at the 34-yard line. Bears have to get to the 16-yard line to pick up a first down. So it's third and 18. Reber drops straight back. He's going to throw the ball over the middle. Complete it goes to Zimmerle. Cuts inside the 20 to the 15, and he's got the first down. Nice pattern on the play, and Matt Zimmerle collected it in for 21 yards on the reception and a first down Bears. Excellent job by the offensive line, Dave. Reber had tons of time to pass that ball. So the Bears have it first and 10 at the Triway 14-yard line. Ice, wing left. Dropping back Reber. Throws it out into the flat. Complete to Purdy. Purdy inside the 10. To the 5. Dives forward inside the 5. And he is close to another first down near the 4. They're going to mark him out of bounds at the 5. So call it a 9-yard completion. Purdy is really elusive in space, Dave. He is one-on-one with the triway defender. Made him miss. Got all the way down to the 5. So it will be second down and two yards to go. They need to get inside, just inside the four. 9.29 and running left to go before halftime. Now is where you've got to depend upon your offensive line. Second and goal, second and three, call it two, from the five. Reber under center. I formation. Hand off to ice, right up the middle. He's near a first down, struggling forward. They're going to mark him at the four-yard line. Boy, it looks like he got down near the three from up here, but they're going to spot him at the four. So a gain of a yard for Kyle Ice, his first carry of the night. And it will be third down and a yard. you got to believe this is four-down territory, Dave. You don't need to get fancy with this. Uh, two downs to get a yard. Freshman James Raber comes in in the jumbo package for the Bears. They're going to run... Farrar and Ice off the wing formation. Reber out of the pistol. Third and one from the four. Reber's going to keep it himself. Dives forward that 6-3 frame. He's got the first down, down to the two. A two-yard pickup by Reber and a first down and goal for the Bears. That's eight carries on the night for 36 yards for Derek Reber. First and goal, Wayne Dale, 8-16 to go in the half. Ball resting at the three. And again, you've got to depend upon your offensive line here to get something in from this point out. Now, Triway, I believe, is going to take a timeout, and they will. So, Tony Lee will use his first timeout here in the half, and we will also. 8.09 left to go here in the first half. And your score from Waynedale. It is Triway 21, the Bears 7. Since 1970, Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg has been a general contractor, earning a reputation for honesty and integrity. They instill those two words into every job. Ivan Weaver Construction is committed to providing quality construction services, specializing in functional buildings at the best possible value. At Ivan Weaver Construction, the goal on every project is to provide first-class, timely, knowledgeable service. Working to build long-term relationships. Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg, 330-695-3461. Big play coming up here for the Bears. First and goal from the two, and Tony Lee knows that this could be a pivotal point in the ballgame. Uses his first time out in the half. Bears first and goal from the two-yard line. 
Reber with Farrar and Ice right behind the offensive line in wing formation. Stanley behind Reber out of the pistol. Handoff goes to Stanley, and Stanley's going to be stacked up behind the line and dropped at the four. Just no blocking at the point of attack for the Bears. They've got their jumbo package in, but Triway went right through the gaps and got a hold of Stanley. They're going to mark him down at the four, and it will be second a goal. Just inside the five, outside the four. Purdy comes out wide to the left. Stanley lines up in a slot left. Straight shotgun for the Bears. Now moving in motion is Stanley. They're going to hand it off to him around the wing on the jet. He's going to cut it into the end zone. Touchdown! Stanley, his second touchdown of the night. Runs it in from four yards out. And the Bears have cut into that triway lead once again with 7.20 to go before halftime. It's 21-13. Triway on top of it. And Andy Ford will come out to attempt the extra point. And Triway has got another player down at about the five-yard line. That looks to be Quinteros. Looks to be Will Quinteros, one of their defensive linemen, number 52. Looking down at about the five. And he's grabbing, looks to be his left knee. Trying to get up, but they're telling him to stay down. 7.20 to go. Big, big drive for the Bears after the second interception, that time by Colton Purdy, and they drove the ball up the field to put it into the end zone for the score. Dave, the young Bears showing a lot of character. It, was, it would have been easy to uh, pull the tents down 21 to nothing. Uh, the two turnovers seem to have uh, uh, energized the Bears, and they, they've shown a lot of character here to come back and put uh, 13, hopefully 14 points on the board. They've got something going, which is something that we haven't seen over the last couple of weeks, Tim. They seem to be re-energized by those two turnovers, and it has really developed into them doing something on offense. Yes, it has. That was Quinteros, and he'll walk off under his own power. So Andy Ford will come in to attempt the extra point. Ford, the junior. Colton Purdy will be the holder. Graber is the snapper. And there's the snap. Good snap. Ball is put down by Purdy. Kick is up. And it's good. 7.20 to go in this first half of play. And your score from Waynedale. It is Triway 21, Waynedale 14. Do you own or manage a business? Work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Well, two turnovers, Tim, by the Triway offense. And it's put Waynedale in a pretty good situation now, down 21 to 14. And again, here we go. We were kind of wondering whether this would be an offensive or a defensive shootout. And <laughs> right now it's been offense. Yes, it has, Dave. Uh, not only getting the, us back into the game, that score, uh, the other thing it did is it took some time off the clock, Dave, uh, and shortened down this first half. 
which is good for the Bears. So the Bears will be kicking it off. Back set to return Hall and Davis. Next week, Waynedale will be at Hillsdale. and We'll be on the air with the Golden Bear Rewind at 6, the PNC Bank pregame show coming up at 6.30. That next week from Hillsdale. So Ford will kick it off, and he will kick it deep, and it will be taken in by Davis at his 15. Cuts it right up the middle to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. Stacked up and brought down at the 34-yard line. 20-yard return for Davis. Second time he's run one back here this evening. And it's first and ten, Triway. At their own, just shy of the 35-yard line, first and ten. 7-12 to go before halftime. Triway comes out. With Brown out wide to the left. Biggs out wide to the right. Now Spar is going to run the option out to the left-hand side. Pitches it out to Myers around the 40 to the 50. And he's near the 50 across the 45. And they're going to drag him out of bounds at the 47-yard line. 13 yards on the carry by Myers. And a first down for Triway. That's their sixth of the evening. 7.05, and the clock stops since he ran out of bounds. Ball at the 47-yard line, first and 10. Biggs comes out wide to the right, wing formation for Triway. Again, they're going to pitch it back to Davis. He comes around on the reverse around the left-hand side. He's going to be bottled up, cuts it across the 50, breaks into Waynedale territory at the 45 to the 40, spins, and he stepped out of bounds. Boy, Zimmerly just got him to step out of bounds at the 37-yard line. Unbelievable run. play there, Dave. Biggs what? had to have broken five, six tackles on that play. That was a nice run. Boy, he looked like Ice Cube McNeil of the Browns from years ago. Ball resting at the 37-yard line of Waynedale Triway, trying to put up another score. Here in this first half, Spar drops straight back, sets up the screen, complete to Myers all alone, across the 40 to the 35, to the 30, cuts to the far side. He's got a lot of room, and he's going to be drugged down and out of bounds near the 21-yard line after a 16-yard reception to Myers. That's his first catch of the night. So after two straight interceptions, that puts Spar over the 100-yard mark here tonight with 105 yards passing unofficially. He's thrown two interceptions here tonight and only one incompletion in 12 attempts. So he's 9 for 12. 6.42, another first down for Triway. First and 10 at the Waynedale 20-yard line. Spar hands it off to Hall. Hall cuts it inside the 15. He cut it out to the right, then back to the middle. Inside the 15, down to the 13 after a gain of 7. There was absolutely no room to the outside there, Dave, to the right side. Uh, Hall did a nice job cutting it back inside to be able to pick up about six yards. Well, we've seen two runners right now, Tim, in this drive in Hall and Davis. They are primarily receivers, but they've carried the football here in the last last two plays. So it's second down three at the 13. Spar 
Hands it off to Myers. Hit behind the line. Check that. That is not Myers. That's one of the other. Drew Arco, a 5'9 junior. Arco takes it down to the 11. Gain of two on the play. That's his first carry of the night. So we're seeing some new blood into the offensive rushing attack for Triway on this drive. Big third down, Dave. Third and two for the Titans. 5.38 and running. Left to go before halftime. Long yard to go. Ball at the 11. They need to get it right at the 10. Just outside the 11. And now the officials on the far side come in and blow their whistle, and it will be a timeout to Waynedale. So the Bears will use their second. Again, as Tony Lee did on the last Waynedale drive, Matt Zerker sees this as being a pivotal moment in the ball game, and he wants to talk things over on this third and long yard. Triway's come in with three new running backs. I wouldn't actually say running backs. I guess that's the wrong terminology, but... They've got three new guys that have run the football in this in this drive that you wouldn't expect to run the football for Tony Lee and the Titans. Well, one of the things that I, I noticed over the last few weeks, they, uh, they do have Davis, they do have Myers, but they do have uh, multiple other players that have contributed in their first two games, and uh, we're seeing that some of those players on, on this drive. Right now, you've got to wonder, so far, Tony Lee has kept the Bears off balance on this drive, and they've been able to pick up big chunks of yardage driving down the field. And I think that's why Matt Zerker wanted to talk things over, try to decide just what Triway's going to do on this third and a long yard. Probably in two-down territory for the Titans. Even if they don't make it here, they'd probably go for it. So Spar out of the pistol with Myers to his left. Ball right in the center of the field. Receivers out wide on both sides. Spar, low snap. Spar picks it up. He's going to around the left side. He's got the first down to the 10 to the 5. Puts his head down and drives forward, and he is run out of bounds at the one-yard line. So a 10-yard pickup on the play by Spar. And another first down for the Titans. Their ninth of the night, 5.18 to go in the half. And I think is that Spar down on the far side? Spar down on his hands and knees near the goal line and the quarterback of the Titans. And that is Spar. And he is struggling to get to his feet. He took a shot over there by the goal line when he was driven out of bounds. And he is slowly going to walk back to the triway bench on the far side. So now who will the, that's going to be his song will be the quarterback. His song number 20 checking in. He's normally the backup running back. He'll run out of the Wildcat, I would assume. He bobbles the snap from center. Goes back to the 10. Picks it up. He's going to be hit and dropped at the 12. Boy, a big 11-yard loss for Triway, and it will bring up second down and goal to go at about the Waynedale 12. A very inopportune time for Spar to go out of the ball game. His song comes in fresh to the quarterback position, immediately has trouble with the snap. Bears get him for a big loss uh, as Spar re-enters the ball game. Yeah, now, this is where I have problems with the concussion rule that the OHSAA has put in. We'll, we'll talk about that here coming up in just a second. Four and a half minutes to go in this first half. Spar is back into the ball game, out of the pistol. He's going to roll out to his right, looking into the end zone, looking to pass. Now tucks it under. Out near the sideline, he's going to be driven out of bounds by Logan Stanley at about the 15-yard line. First sack of the ball game by the Bears. you got to call that as a sack because he was looking to pass. And they'll take it back 
Where are they going to spot him? At the 14-yard line, so a loss of two. But the problem that I've got is these officials never check to see if he got his bell rung. He just went out for one play and then came back in. You don't know if he he has a concussion or not right now. And that's the problem that I've got with this concussion protocol that they have in high school football. Spar, he's going to drop back, roll to his left. Now on the delayed handoff, it goes to Myers. Myers inside the 10, cuts it to the right, inside the 5, and in for the score. Boy, they caught the Bears off guard, and Spar handed it off to Myers, and Myers took it in from 14 yards out for the score, and it's 27-14 Triway. They've they got the uh, Bears pursuing in one direction. Myers got the ball cut back the opposite direction, wide open into the end zone. 4.13 to go before halftime. His song will hold it for Allison, who will come in to attempt his fourth extra point. His song gets the hold down, and the kick is up, and it is good. 4.13 left to go. Here in the first half of play from Apple Creek, your score, it's Triway 28 and the Waynedale Golden Bears 14. Time for a new kitchen or bath? Look no further than Clayzak Kitchen and Bathroom in Apple Creek. With over 20 years of experience in design and installation, Clayzak is a full-service remodeler, adding value to every job while providing extraordinary service. Clayzak Kitchen and Bathroom uses top-quality products from locally-owned suppliers to make your remodel one-of-a-kind. Clayzak will design your project on their 3D computer program. You'll see your finished project before the work begins. Give Clayzak Kitchen and Bathroom a call today, 264-4691. And check us out on Facebook or at Clayzak.com. That's C-L-A-Z-A-K.com. Well, you can't ask for a better night for football here this evening. Yeah, it's a little muggy, but when you're down there on the field, you want it to be a little hot and sweaty, and that's what it is here tonight, and it's a good football game. Triway on top of it by two touchdowns, 28-14. to 14. The Bears yet have proven, Tim, that they can stop Triway without benefit of a turnover. No, uh, Triway has only been stopped when they've shot themselves in the foot. Uh, the Bears have made some uh, significant plays, but uh, the Triway Titans can move the ball pretty much uh, at will at this point. So Allison will kick it off. That's set to return. Zimmerly and Purdy. Allison, low line drive, sidewind kick. It'll be taken in by Zimmerly at the 10, to the 15, to the 20, to the 25. Puts his hand down, keeps his balance across the 30, out to the 35-yard line. Zimmerly with his second return of the night, that time for 30 yards. And the Bears will take it over first to 10, 4.05 to go before half at their own 35-yard line, and they have got two, one, one timeout remaining. They've used two here in the first half. So let's see what the Bears can do. Triway will get the kickoff to start the second half. Just for your information. So the Bears come out going from right to left. Zimmerly goes out wide to the right. Tight end right is Farrar. Kyle Ice lines up right behind Farrar at the wing. Jarrett Varner is in. Now Stanley's going to move in motion to the left, fake handoff to Stanley, and Reaver's going to take it right back to the 35 and be stood up and downed on the play by Mason Phillips, who's back into the ballgame. No gain on the play. Second down. Ball at the 35-yard line, second and 10. 339 and running left to go before halftime. 28-14 Triway. 
pistol formation. Reber with Stanley right behind him. Now moves over to the left-hand side. Ball in the near hash mark. Receivers out wide. Fake handoff. Throw out to the left sideline. Complete to Purdy. Gets a block across the 40. And he's run out of bounds at the 42-yard line. But they'll say he did not get out of bounds. That's a seven-yard pickup on the reception for Purdy. His fourth reception of the night for 36 yards. 3.05 left to go. Third down, three yards to go for the Bears. Ball at the 42-yard line in Wayndale territory. Bears taking their time on third down and three. Reber out of the pistol. Head formation to the right. Purdy out wide to the left. Handoff goes to Stanley. Off left guard. He's going to be stacked up and down after maybe about a yard gain out to the 43-yard line, maybe the 44. Gives Stanley a yard, and it will be fourth down, two yards to go, and the Bears will punt it away. 2.25 left to go before half, and Purdy will come in and punt the football away, and now you're turning it over to your defense at a time where they have not stopped Triway other than a turnover in this first half. Purdy set back to punt it away from his own 44. Gets a nice punt off line drive that Triway will let bounce at about the 20 yard line and it'll be down at the 21 yard line. So that's a 35 yard punt by Colton Purdy. And it will be downed at the 20-yard line of Triway, and that's where the Titans will take it over with a minute 55 left to go in the half, and they have two timeouts remaining. Well, Dave, it's real important for the Bears' defense to uh, stand up and keep Triway out of the end zone before halftime. Um, would have been tempted possibly to go for it there, fourth and two. It was an interesting call on third down. So first down, 10 yards to go for the Titans. Spar out of the pistol with Myers to the right of him. He's going to drop straight back. Pump fakes. Now rolls out to his right. Under a heavy rush. Rolls out to the sideline. He's going to tuck it under and run out of bounds at the 22-yard line. So a gain of about a... Well, they're going to mark him at the 23-yard line. So a gain of two yards on the carry for Spar. Good coverage by the Bears in their defensive backfield. Great pursuit up on the line. Minimal game for Triway. Yeah, they've got Chup in now, so they're going with that nickel back. They've taken a linebacker off the field. And Jared Varner. They put Chup in for him, so they've got five defensive backs into the ball game right now. Now out of the straight shotgun for Triway. Trips out to the left, dual receivers out to the right. Dropping back as far. He's going to throw it out into the flat, and it is incomplete. They're going to call that. Are they calling that a lateral to Davis? If it is, he's going to be down at about the 11-yard line. That's where they're going to mark it. They're going to say it was a lateral. Yeah, I don't believe that went forward, Dave. I believe Spar threw that backwards, which would count as a lateral. They might have been setting up a dual pass where Davis was going to throw the ball up the field, but that lateral will cause there to be about a 7-yard loss on the play to Davis. And it will take Triway back to their own 15-yard line third down, 16 yards to go. A minute 10 remaining. Dropping back is Spar. Spar is going to roll out to his right, looking upfield. Now rolling out to the sideline. He's going to throw it up the sideline, complete to Davis, and he'll be dropped down at the 33-yard line, and he has got 
the first down. Again, a third down that the Bears cannot stop the opponent on after an 18-yard reception. Dave, it's not just that we can't stop them on third down. It's the length that we're giving up on these third downs. That was 18 yards for a first down on that play. So first down for Triway, dropping back Spar. Spar's going to run it right under the middle as he's going to tuck it under. Then he's going to be hit by Farrar, gets away from him. Swirls out to the right, throws it up the field, complete to Davis, and dropped immediately by Reber. But another first down after a gain of 12 on that reception. Spar was playing Houdini on that one, Dave. That's the fourth catch of the night. For Davis of 38 seconds to go. Another first down for Triway. And now Spar is just going to clock it. Downs it immediately after the snap. And it will be second down 10 from the Triway 46-yard line. 34 seconds remaining. And Triway's got those two timeouts sitting in their back pocket. They, the Bears just cannot stop the opponent on third down. They are just unable to do that defensively. And I don't know what you do to to correct it. They just seem to give up too much of a cushion in the secondary on third and long. Second down, 10 yards to go. Good snap to Spar. Spar rolls out to his left. Heavy rush by Kyle Ice. He rolls back to about his 30. He's going to throw the ball upfield and just throws it out of bounds into one of the triway assistant coaches. I'll say this, Dave, the last two or three passes by Triway, the Waynedale defensive line is getting good pressure on him. Uh, Spar has had to do uh, a lot of that on his own to save big sacks and losses for Triway. Yeah, Kyle Ice came on a blitz, but Ben Farrar came free from his right defensive end position. And it's third down and 10 yards to go for Triway from the 46-yard line. 27 seconds to go before halftime. Triway still with those two timeouts. And here we go, third and ten. Another key third down situation for the Bears. Spar moving Allison in motion to the near side. Drops straight back. He's going to throw the ball over the middle. It is complete to Biggs, but dropped right there by Logan Stanley at the 49-yard line. A gain of three. And now Triway is going to use a timeout. Boy, a big, big tackle there by Stanley on the play. Brings up a big fourth down, Dave, with uh, Triway up 28-14. to 14. I would not be surprised if Tony Lee decided to go for it with 18 seconds to go. Stanley is the man down, even though Triway used a timeout. Stanley is the man down for the Bears after he made that tackle. It appears that he has a cramp, Dave, with the humidity and the heat tonight. Uh, I believe he's got a, 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 a cramp in his calf. So Biggs with that catch, his third of the night and he has got 45 yards unofficially in pass receptions here tonight and you're right Tim that is a a calf needs stretched out and he'll have to leave the ball game for a play now what's interesting here is wonder if they'll grant Triway the timeout or not that would be their second if they did so it brings up fourth and seven for Triway and is Triway going to punt the ball or just go ahead and go for it? You know, you would almost think the way the Bears' offense has not moved the football over the first two and a half ball games that Triway would just say, hey, let's just go ahead and go for it. And I think they're going to. Spar is coming back out into the field. It's fourth and seven. Bears 
with their nickel package defensively on the field. Spar out of the shotgun. Moves Davis in motion to the far side. Snap comes to Spar. He'll roll out to the left. He's got a lot of green. Throws it up the sideline. Incomplete. Nice rush by Ben Farrar again. And it caused the incompletion, and the Bears will take it over on downs. There's 13 seconds left to go, and they've got the ball at the triway 49-yard line. And let's see what the Bears decide to do. They've got one timeout left. 28-14, triway. Don't forget at halftime, we'll talk Ohio State-Tulsa with Philip Montgomery, the head coach of Tulsa and Urban Meyer. And also what's happening in high school football in the top 25 in college football. Plus, we'll get a chance to hear from the Waynedale Golden Bear Marching Band. All that coming up on the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Report in 13 seconds. So, Waynedale with the football. First and 10 from their 49. Fake handoff. Reber rolls out to the left. He's going to throw the ball up the field to Zimmerly, and the ball is complete to Zimmerly. He caught the football at the 13-yard line. He went up in the middle of two defenders and caught the football at the 13-yard line for a 36-yard completion. Dave, you talk about a guy that has grown up quickly. Zimmerly certainly has over the last two games. He has really come on and has become a big part of this Waynedale offense. And the Bears are going to use their last timeout. What a catch by Zimmerly. That's shades of Nick Strasbaugh. Going up in double coverage and catching the football. He was so well covered you could barely see Zimmerly between those two triway players. And yet he was able to come down with that ball. Reber right now. In the passing department, boy, he is hot. He has hit his last five completions. He has completed 7 of 12 in this first half for 122 yards. Three seconds. The Bears, they got to go to the end zone now. They've got no timeouts left, and the ball is at the 13-yard line. Forget the first downs. There's just one play remaining, and now Andy Ford's going to come in and attempt the field goal. It's going to be a 30-yard field goal, so the Bears are going to attempt... A 30-yard field goal. Matt Zerker has said he's comfortable with Ford inside 37 yards. So this will be a 30-yard attempt. Purdy, good snap. Ford puts it up, and it is good! Got it over the crossbar. Andy Ford with a 30-yard field goal, and we are at halftime here at Waynedale, and it has been a dandy here in this first half of play. Your score at halftime, it's 28-17. Triway leads it by 11, but the Bears at one point were down 21 to nothing. A couple of interceptions put them within a touchdown. Triway came back and scored to make it 28-14, and now the Bears at the end of the half kick that 30-yard field goal to make it a 28-17 lead. Our Apple Creek Bank halftime report coming up next where we'll talk about the Ohio State Buckeyes and high school football. The conference schedules start next week. I'm Dave Mitchell with Tim Ebert. Your score here at halftime, it is Triway 28 and Waynedale 17. Whether your idea of a perfect home is a charming farmhouse in the countryside or a relaxed family-centered home in a friendly neighborhood, no one understands discerning buyers better than Weaver Custom Homes. We believe that your home should reflect your personality and lifestyle in every detail. Our team will collaborate with you to bring your vision to life and tell your unique story. We invite you to tour our award-winning design center in historic downtown Worcester and get inspired to build a truly custom home. 
For more information, go to WeaverCustomHomes.com. Since 1981, Troyer Signs has provided quality service to those in and out of the Wayndale area. Hundreds of satisfied customers have promoted their businesses with outstanding graphics, interior and exterior signs, commercial or residential. Troyer Signs can do it all. Custom graphics, logo designs, vehicle graphics, banners, and much, much more. Increase your visibility with a high-quality, professional product from Troyer Signs. Stop by just north of Route 250 on Honeytown Road. Visit TroyerSigns.com or call 263-1400. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sansi today, 330-830-9760. You're listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears football. It's time for the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show. The Apple Creek Bank. Visit applecreekbank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. We are back at halftime in the final non-conference game of the season for the Waynedale Golden Bears as they are entertaining the Triway Titans here tonight. And next week we'll begin the conference schedules for all of the football teams in the area. In the Wayne County Athletic League next week, the Bears will be on the road once again. This will be their third game in four weeks on the road, and they will be in Hillsdale taking on the Falcons in the opening game of the WCAL. Also in the opening games for the conference next week, it will be Chippewa at Norway. That one should be a good one. Smithville will go to Northwestern. Boy, Northwestern's been playing some good football, but so is Smithville. So that one should be an outstanding contest. And Dalton will be at Ripman. In the pack next week, it will be Triway at Manchester. Tuslaw goes to Orville, and Loudonville will play at Sandusky St. Mary's. And in the Ohio Cardinal Conference next week, as conference games get underway, West Holmes will be at Ashland, and Worcester will travel to Madison. Tomorrow, the Ohio State Buckeyes will be back in action, coming in off of their victory last Saturday afternoon over the Bowling Green Falcons, 77-10. to Urban Meyer felt good about his team's chances to beat Bowling Green in their season opener, but he didn't, however, expect the game to be a 67-point thrashing of the program that gave him his first-ever head coaching job. A score like that isn't the norm in college football, and Meyer knows that it is unwise to assume that it's going to happen each and every week, because it's not. Bowling Green coming into the season lost its quarterback, its two best wide receivers, its top running back, and its best offensive lineman from a team that won the MAC a year ago. So understandably, its offense was going to go through some growing pains. But that isn't the case with Ohio State's Week 2 opponent, Tulsa. And Meyer knows it. we got a tough one coming up this week, a team that uh, uh, beats San Jose soundly from the get-go. And... Uh, very talented receivers, two NFL prospects at wide receiver, a returning veteran at quarterback, and a D coordinator that uh, used to coach here at Ohio State, that they're very sound on defense and do a nice job. 
Tulsa ran for more than 300 yards in their 45-10 to win last Saturday against the San Jose State Spartans. But San Jose State isn't a world beater. It lost seven games last year and is consistently a mid-level program. But that rushing total means something to Meyer and the Buckeyes, especially because they know how much Tulsa likes to throw the ball with an experienced quarterback returning named Dane Evans calling the shots in former Baylor offensive coordinator Philip Montgomery's offense. Montgomery obviously was very happy in his team's opening day win. To start the season off that way and to really play, I felt like we played well in all three phases, offensively, defensively, special teams. And, you know, we were able to eliminate some of the mistakes that we had made last season, you know, by eliminating penalties and doing some of those things. But really play, really pleased with the way our defense played. Tulsa averaged 37.2 points and more than 500 yards per game last year, Montgomery's first season as head coach. The offensive line returns three starters, a number that can actually be seen as four with the return of Blake Belcher. He tore his ACL in the season opener a year ago and missed the rest of the year, but he's healthy now and back on the offensive line. But to Montgomery, the line is where it begins and ends with his team. I think those five guys up front have done a good job at gelling. You know that was one of the areas that I was concerned about going into the season and I thought, you know, they really answered the call uh Saturday night. You know, and we did it into heavy boxes, which you know, we're going to have to do. And so, you know, I thought James and D'Angelo both ran the ball extremely well. Those guys opened up holes for them, but we you know, there was a, a, a time right in the middle of the season last year that we just we did not run the football well and ended up having to throw it too much. So we placed a lot of emphasis on that this spring and this fall, and, and uh, hopefully we're on the right track. Yes, Tulsa's competition in Week 1 is not what it's going to see tomorrow when it visits Ohio Stadium at 3.30. But make no mistake, there are veteran players on this Golden Hurricane offense that can make plays. Still, Tulsa's coach knows that this is going to be a daunting task for his football team entering the horseshoe tomorrow. For us, I know what our team is thinking, and this is a business trip. This is the next opponent on our list, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going up with the mindset to uh, find a way to win. I mean, that's the only thing we can do. So we're going to try to knock out and block out all the other distractions and, and the, all the other hype that goes with this game and uh, focus in on us 11 guys at one time on the football field doing our job and trusting each other to do their jobs and, and see if we can find a, a, a way in that kink of armor that they got that, that we can, you know, pull out a win and, and, you know, get points on the board, stop them on, on offense and, and do the things we got to do to get a W in this game. Buckeye junior quarterback and Heisman Trophy candidate J.T. Barrett was handed the starting reins and didn't disappoint last week, throwing for 349 yards and six touchdowns. His only mistake was in the opening drive when he threw a pick six. Wide receiver Curtis Samuel was a major recipient of Barrett's attempts as he caught nine passes for 177 yards and two TDs. But even with that performance, Meyer knows Barrett is going to continue to get better and better. It's just the amount of repetitions at that position. You know, whether you're a veteran or not, you need all the reps. He is our number one quarterback. He, he received all the number one reps. This, you get timing with receivers. You can see there were some beautiful passes Saturday. Off the top, I had Noah Brown and, and K.J. Hill. That's because he works so with them so frequently. And same, there's a couple corner routes to uh, um, Curtis and Dontre. And those are well-executed plays because they practice it all the time. 
The Buckeyes got 136 yards rushing from redshirt freshman Mike Weber, who finished with the school record. The Buckeyes also totaled 776 total yards, which was a school record also. However, even with that performance, Meyer expects the Buckeyes to be even better tomorrow afternoon. You hear the old adage that people get better between 1 and 2, and that's because you get your game legs back. For example, our guys have been off since Wednesday. Uh, actually, Tuesday. They didn't have padded. There's some guys on our team that have not hit since last Tuesday. Your body, your body starts really starting coming back, and you'll be full speed. Now, don't take that to mean that the Buckeyes are going to win again tomorrow by 67 points. This Tulsa team is a better team than people think. They're 1-0, and the Buckeyes may be a 28-point favorite against them tomorrow, and they may also have a game against Oklahoma just a short week away in Norman. But none of that means anything as Ohio State 1-0 looks to improve to 52-4 and under head coach Urban Meyer. Kickoff from the shoe is at 3.30 tomorrow, and the game can be seen on ABC TV. In the top 25 college football schedule for this week, there is one game tonight that has Louisville. 1-0 on the year, ranked 13th on the year. They are taking on Syracuse. Now, elsewhere around top 25 tomorrow, it will be UCF playing at number 5, Michigan. Number 6, Houston, will entertain Lamar. It's Nickel State going to Georgia. And then the Texas A&M will be playing PVAMU, Texas A&M, the 20th ranked team in the country. These are all noon games, by the way. Central Michigan will be at Oklahoma State. They're ranked 22nd in the country. Number 2, Clemson entertains Troy. It will be Chicago State taking on Florida State. That game will be at 12:30. Florida State ranked third this week, and number one Alabama at 3:30 tomorrow afternoon takes on Western Kentucky. Also at 3:30 tomorrow afternoon, Akron will be in action against number 10 Wisconsin. It is Nevada playing at number 18 Notre Dame. Also at 3:30, Baylor entertains SMU. At four o'clock, Mississippi, number 19 in the country will take on Wofford. At 5 o'clock, Idaho goes to number 8, Washington. At 6 o'clock, Florida Atlantic will be playing at number 25, Miami. At 7 o'clock, UTEP goes to number 11, Texas. Oklahoma, 14th ranked in the country, will take on Lamar. At 7 o'clock also, Arkansas will be at number 15, TCU. At 7.30, it's number 16, Iowa. Entertaining Iowa State, that's always a big game. Also at 7.30, it will be Johns Hopkins taking on number 21, LSU. And at 8 o'clock, Virginia Tech plays at number 17, Tennessee. They're playing that in the middle of a NASCAR racetrack tomorrow night. And at 10.30, it will be Virginia playing at number 24, Oregon. That's a look at the Buckeye game tomorrow and what else is happening around top 25 college football action for tonight and tomorrow. I'm Dave Mitchell. Tim Ebert and I will be back with more. We'll have the Waynedale Golden Bear marching band coming up next, and we'll go over the stat story of tonight's first half action between the Bears and the Titans will do that right after this timeout. When choosing a bank, wouldn't you prefer a local institution with years of commitment to the area it serves? Since 1904, the Apple Creek Banking Company has been that kind of bank. We believe in our neighbors, our towns, and our way of life. For over 100 years, we've provided products and services specifically tailored for your needs. That's why we've stayed independent, serving the area with six locations. 
At the Apple Creek Banking Company, we provide quick responses with your business, home, or land financing needs. Service with integrity. Today, that's what matters. We've been here and will be here when you need us. So when you're ready for your first home, a new home, or car, or just want the hometown feel, we have new website-compatible apps on all devices coming soon. Bank local. Bank better. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Dave Mitchell, Tim Eber, back at Waynedale High School, where we are being entertained by the Waynedale Marching Band. Tim, 28-17, Triway on top of it by 11, but you know what? Hey, Bears are this close. Why not just go ahead and win it now? Yeah, why not? It's a brand-new game. Dave should make a very exciting second half. Really, it's going to boil down to defense. If the Bears can get the Titans off the field once in a while, we've shown we can do some things offensively tonight. Who knows what could happen? You know what's interesting? You and I both talked during the halftime break. We would both like to see a replay. Now that it's all said and done, <laughs> like to see a replay of Zimmerly's catch along that side where he was double teamed to see if he really did come in inbounds. Well, fortunately for us, there is no replay in high school, Dave, so we just have to go by the call. And uh, let's give uh, Ron Fuller credit for that call down there. Uh, he was 30 yards away from it. You're, you're asking me to do something that is almost sacrilege. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's an 11-point Triway lead. Let's take a look at the stat story for tonight's first half, Tim. All right, for Triway, uh, passing-wise, far is 13 for 19 for 148 yards, three TDs, but those two big interceptions that uh, really gave momentum back to the Bears where it looked like they were almost down and out. Rushing-wise, Myers is leading the way with five carries, 43 yards, one TD. Spar has carried the ball five times for 26 yards. Receiving-wise for the Titans, Davis, the leading receiver in the county, Dave, we've held him to four catches for 47 yards, but Triway has uh, come through with two other receivers. Biggs has got three for 45 yards and two TDs, along with Brown with two receptions, 26 yards, and one TD. Well, as far as what we've got going on on the scoreboard, it's 28-17. Let's take this opportunity just for a moment to listen to the Waynedale Marching Band. to the Waynedale Marching Band. We're at halftime of this evening's ball game. 28-17 Triway. We'll be back to take a look at the halftime scores around the area right after this. For over 100 years, the Apple Creek Banking Company has proudly served the community we live in. From helping to sponsor events like Waynedale Athletics to working hard to give you a quick response on your home, business, or land financing needs. 
If you have not experienced working with us, we invite you to make a change to a bank that cares and appreciates your business. Coming soon, a new website compatible on all devices. Bank Local. Bank Better. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Member FDIC. Tim Ebert, Dave Mitchell back at Waynedale High School. Here's a look at some halftime scores. First of all, Worcester is leading Mount Vernon 14 to nothing. Mapleton upsetting Ritten at 20 to 14. It's Smithville blanking Fairless 27 to nothing. Northwest is defeating Orville 17 to 12. Northwestern over and Columbia, excuse me, they're tied up at seven apiece. It's Norway 26, winning in their football game over Firestone two, and it's also. Uh, Chippewa beating Clearview 14 to nothing. Loudonville over Hillsdale 7 to 6. That is a big shocker there. Loudonville really wasn't even expected to win a ball game this year. No, they, uh, they, um, lost a tryway last week, so no, that is a very surprising score. Chippewa beating Tuscala 17 to nothing. And of course in this one it is 28 to 17. And how did we get there, Tim? Well, Dave, Triway came out on all cylinders, put the Bears down 21 to nothing right away. Started off with far to big for 36 yards, TD pass, 7 nothing Triway. Triway went up 14 to nothing, Spar to Brown, 19 yards. And then finally, Triway went up 21 to nothing, Spar to Biggs for another 9 yard TD pass. Wayne Hill then got those turnovers, responded uh, with a 5 yard Logan Stanley TD run to make the score 21 to 7. Stanley then responded again with a four-yard TD run at the 7:20 mark of the seventh quarter, making it 21-14. Triway came back, Myers a 14-yard run, putting Triway up 21-28-14, and then Coach Max Zerker showing uh, trust in Ford, giving Ford that kick with three seconds to go in the second half, right before uh, first half, right before halftime. 30-yard field goal makes the final score uh, at halftime, 28-17. And as we said, Z has told me he's got confidence in Ford from inside 37 yards, and he showed it there, and Ford benefited from that confidence. Well, that just is going to boost his confidence, Dave. It's, it's nice to see uh, Coach Zerker uh, putting some of these young guys in positions, and, and they're coming through. Zimmerly, Ford, uh, been two good surprises here the last couple weeks. And we'll be back with more on our Apple Creek Bank Halftime Report after this. When choosing a bank, wouldn't you prefer a local institution with years of commitment to the area it serves? Since 1904, the Apple Creek Banking Company has been that kind of bank. We believe in our neighbors, our towns, and our way of life. For over 100 years, we've provided products and services specifically tailored for your needs. That's why we've stayed independent, serving the area with six locations. At the Apple Creek Banking Company, we provide quick responses with your business, home, or land financing needs. Service with integrity. Today, that's what matters. We've been here and will be here when you need us. So when you're ready for your first home, a new home, or car, or just want the hometown feel, we have new website-compatible apps on all devices coming soon. Bank local. Bank better. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 28-17 here at halftime. Waynedale down by 11, Tim. Stats for Waynedale, Dave, at the half. Passing-wise, Derek Reber is 8 for 13 for 123 yards. No TDs, no interceptions. Rushing tonight, uh, Reber leads the way. 10 rushes for 27 yards. Stanley has not had a lot of room. He's got 9 carries for 23 yards, but he has been able to punch it in twice for two TDs. 
receiving once again tonight. Uh, Zimmerly surprising us. Three receptions, 87 yards in the first half. And it's good to have Colton Purdy back. He's contributed five receptions for 36 yards, Dave. And your score at halftime, 28-17 Triway. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show. Brought to you by the Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. We'll go back to the field for the second half of this Waynedale Golden Bears football game after this on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Troyer Roofing is your fully certified, factory-trained residential and commercial roofing expert. But they offer more than just roofing. Troyer's now features the Roll-On Rock System. This puts a finish on your concrete floor with an incredible gloss that has multicolored flakes and is hot tire resistant. It won't stain, darken, or peel. It's the best-looking clear top coat available and is three times stronger than ordinary epoxy. For a free quote on your floor, roof, or anything in between, call Troyer Roofing and Construction, 330-857-7865, or see their website, troyerroof.com. Okay, so this Nudible, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Since 1990, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been a part of the community, supporting the area, town, and the Waynedale Golden Bears. Just like the Bears, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru brings a history of success, performance, tradition, and hard work. No need to get out of your car, just cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, you can get cold beverages, snacks, pizza, everything you need. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. 28-17, Waynedale down by 11 here as we are set to begin the second half of play. Andy Ford, who kicked that 30-yard field goal at the end of the first half, will come in to kick the football away. The Bears will be going from right to left across your computer screen as we get set to start this second half of play. I'm Dave Mitchell with Tim Ebert. Glad to have you along tonight on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 28-17, Triway, back set to return is Davis and Hall back at about their own five. Ford is going to do a squib kick to one of the upbacks. It's taken in at the 32 to the 35. It's Myers. Myers caught it at about his 32, and he'll take it out across the 40 to the 41-yard line. So Triway will start with good field position here to begin the second half of play. 11.55, and they will have it first and 10 from their own 41-yard line. Up by 11. Big possession of the second half, Dave. If the Bears can uh, make a defensive stand, get the ball back right away, uh, the whole second half could really uh, take on a very interesting complex here. So, Triway with the football at their own 41-yard line with 11.55 left to go in the third quarter. Myers out of the pistol, trips out to the right. Spar drops back. He's going to throw it out to Myers. Incomplete. It was a fumble. They're going to call it a lateral, and the Bears have recovered. The Bears are going to have it. Yes, they are going to give it to the Bears. Good thing we don't have replay now. 
because that, that looked like a forward pass, but the officials immediately called it a lateral, and the fumble is going to give it back to the Bears at the Triway 38-yard line. Huge break for Wayndale. That is a very, very questionable call at best, but it will benefit the Bears tremendously. So the third turnover of the night against Triway. Two interceptions and a fumble. Reber straight out of the shotgun. Trips to the right. Zimmerly out wide to the left. Stanley now moves in motion to the right. High snap. Fake handoff. Pitch inside to Purdy. And Purdy, Triway smelled it. And they caught him behind the 40-yard line. And he'll be downed at the 43 for a loss of five. That's a good job by Triway recognizing that play, Dave. We ran that in the first half. Uh, for a touchdown that was called back for a penalty. Uh, they did not fall for it that time. So it'll be second down 15 after a loss of five. Ball back to the 44-yard line. Bears need to get inside the 28 for a first down. Bears had six first downs in that first half compared to 11 unofficially for Triway. Reber. Out of the shotgun. Stanley moves in motion. Fake handoff. Throws it out to the left-hand side to Purdy. The flick gets a block inside the 40, down to the 35-yard line. He dropped the football, but the ground caused the football, the fumble. So he's down at the 35-yard line. Gain of nine on the reception. That was an excellent job by Colton. Uh, Dave, they are overruling it. They are giving the ball to Triway. So the exchange of questionable football calls gives the ball back to Triway. So... Ye who giveth, get it taken away, too. So the fumble by Purdy. Bears now have given up the football twice, compared to three times for Triway, and the Titans will have the football back. I don't think the Bears really can complain about that call because simply the the forward lateral, or so they said, the backwards pass to Myers was extremely questionable. So Triway will have it back just about the same spot they would have had it had they not called the fumble on Myers. So that'll be just inside the 35-yard line. First and 10. Spar's going to roll out to the left. He's going to keep the football across the 40 to the 45. He's going to be dropped down at the 47-yard line after a gain of 12 and a first down. Dave, they were running that option to the left side. Uh, Spar this time kept the ball instead of pitching it. Picked up 12 yards on that carry. 10:35 remaining in the first uh, third quarter. Excuse me. Ball resting just inside the 47-yard line, right in the middle of the W that Fire and Ice donated here tonight at the Waynedale Field. First and ten for Triway. Handoff goes to Myers, and Myers is going to keep it. Right, check that. That is not Myers. That is Arco, and Arco takes it into Waynedale territory and down at the 41-yard line. So another 12-yard gain. This time by Arco, his second carry of the night. He's got 14 yards. So Triway, Bears have yet to actually stop Triway, except for the one time at the end of the first half on downs. That was it, defensively. They've needed the aid of a turnover. Or giving up a touchdown. Moving in motion to the near side is Allison. Handoff, Spar, hands it off to Arco. Arco off the left-hand side to the 30, to the 25, cuts back to the middle, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Triway. 
and it is 34-17. 33-yard touchdown for Arco. And Triway has jumped up on top of it by doubling up the Bears' score now, 17 at 34-17. Arco's first touchdown of the night. Allison, high snap from center, but Hisson gets it down, and he puts it up and through. 9.36 left to go in this first third quarter of play, and your score, it is Triway 35, Waynedale 17. Fun in the pool may be ending for the season, but it will return. And when that time arrives, contact the experts in water hauling Reber Milk Transport. Yes, they do milk, but they also supply the water for your swimming pool. Don't fill your pool from a slow garden hose. That takes time and it's expensive. Reber's will fill your pool fast and have you ready for the new season in hours, not days. And Reber Milk Transport will be prompt in their delivery. Call 330-466-5738 for your water needs next season. Keep cool with Reber Milk Transport Apple Creek. By the way, the Cleveland Indians are down to the Minnesota Twins. One to nothing. Maurer hit a home run in the first inning of play off Danny Salazar. The Indians just do not play the Twins well. Indians always seem to have problems with one team out of the Central Division. Last year it was the White Sox. The year before it was the Tigers. This year it seems to be the Twins. It's never Kansas City. 9.36 to go in the third quarter. Triway up now. 35-17 and it's imperative for the Bears to do something here offensively to stay close in this ball game. Allison is going to kick it off. It'll be taken in by Purdy at the 16-yard line. To the 20 to the 25 right up the middle. Cut down across the 30, out to the 31-yard line. 18-yard return on the on the run back for Purdy. 9.31 remaining in the third quarter. And the Bears will have it first and 10 from their own 31. Next week we are at Hillsdale where the Falcons were down to Mapleton at halftime. Try to keep you abreast of what's happening in that ball game. But that one is probably the shocker of the night so far. Reber, the ball in the center of the field. Handoff goes to Stanley right up the middle. He's going to gain maybe a yard, possibly two, before the interior of the, that triway defense knocks him down. They'll give Stanley a two-yard gain. He's got nine carries tonight for 20 yards unofficially. Second down and eight yards to go. Reber out of the pistol with Stanley right behind him. Purdy out wide to the left. Zimmerly wide right. Reber, fake hand off to Stanley. He's going to keep it around the left-hand side to the 40 to the 45. He's got the first down to midfield. The 40 inside the 35 down to the 30-yard line. He's going to be stopped at the 31. Another great job by Derek with his ball handling. Hiding the ball, had triways going totally toward Logan, and Reber busted it for a big game. 36-yard run for Derek Reber, and another first down. He's got 74 yards total here tonight on 10 carries, 7.4 yards a carry. Even me with that lack of a math degree can figure that one out. 8.35 left to go in the third quarter. Hand off to Logan Stanley up the middle from the 30. 
down inside the 30 to the 26-yard line for a gain of four. Nice push by the offensive line there. Good four-yard gain. Ty Straits is back in there playing with that turf toe. He heard it again in the first quarter, but he has really gutted through this one. 8-10 remaining in this third quarter. Bears down by 18, 35-17. Second down, calling a long five. Reber out of the pistol, ice, wing left. Purdy out wide left, now moving in motion to the near side of Zimmerly. They're going to hand it off. Now Reber keeps it himself inside the 25, down to the 20. Spun forward. He's close to a first down after a five-yard gain. Depends upon the spot as to where they put him, but just outside the 20. And, boy, I would think that close. You've got to bring the chains out to measure. That, the nose of the football is almost right on the 20-yard line. But they're not. They're not going to look at it. They've got so better eyes than me, Dave. That's, that, those yard markers are far away. Evidently, but boy, that looks close. Third down and less than the length of a football. Stanley moves to the right of Reber. Ball in the center of the field. Fake handoff. Reber's going to keep it right up the middle after he bobbled the snap. He dives across the 20. He should have the first down. They only needed about the length of the football, and he's across the 20, and Ron Fuller is already going to call the first down. So Reber picks up a yard on the carry. And it's a first down for the Bears. Seven minutes remaining in this third quarter. 35-17 Triway. Receivers out wide on both sides. Zimmerly up to the far side. Chupp is into the ball game now for the Bears. He's slot left. Purdy out wide left. Ball in the near hash mark. Purdy. Reber is going to drop back under a heavy rush. He's going to try to throw it. He lost the handle trying to throw it away. And Farrar was out there. I don't know, you can't, <laughs> I will say this, that was a beautiful spiral by Reber that he threw out of bounds, but it almost looked like it came out of his hand wrong, and I don't know if you could call intentional grounding on that. It looked like it might have been, but the way he threw it and the way it came out of his hand were two totally different things. So it's second down and ten, ball resting at the twenty of Triway. Reber again out of the pistol. Stanley moves to the left. Ice on the left-hand side. Reber's going to keep it himself around the 20 to the 15. Dives inside the 10. Down to the 9. He's got the first down after an 11-yard gain. Reber, 13 carries. And he's got 91 yards in the ball game. And it's first and goal, Waynedale at the 9 of Triway. Stack receivers out to the near side here with... Zimmerly in front, Purdy right behind him. Fake handoff. They're going to throw it out into the flat to Purdy, and he's going to be hit immediately and dropped at the 10 for a yard loss. So that's a completion, but it's for a yard loss. And it will bring up second and goal from the 10. Just outside the 10. You've really got to have good blocking on that play in order to make it work that close to the goal line. Plus they, plus they were throwing it to the short side, Dave. Not a lot of room for Colton to move up down there. So it is second down. Goal to go for the Bears. 5.39 and running. Left in the third. Reber out of the pistol. 
He's going to hand it off to Stanley. Off left tackle inside the 10, down to the 9. So he's back to the original line of scrimmage after a yard gain. There just is no room for Stanley to run. He really has not had any room to run all year long. No, I was going to say the same thing today. Through three games, Logan does all the tough running. A couple yards here, he just has really not had a whole lot of room as defenses are keying on him. Zimmerly goes out wide right. Big third down for the Bears. Third and goal from the nine. Five minutes remaining. Ice now switches over to the slot right. Trips out to the right now. Stanley right behind Reber. Now moves to the right of Reber. Tight end left is Farrar. Reber's going to roll back. He's going to throw it to Farrar. Completed the 10. Cuts back inside to the 5, to the 4, to the 3. A ball came loose, but they're going to say he was down at the 3-yard line, and it will bring up 4th and goal from the 3. That's the first catch of the year by Ben Farrar. So it's 4th and goal, and the Bears really need a touchdown here. The field goal would bring them within 15. Well, that's... But they really need to get the punch this ball into the end zone. So they'll go for it on fourth and goal. Receivers out wide. They go with the spread. Reber drops straight back. Now rolls out to the right. Heavy rush. He's going to be hit and dropped. And he got the ball away incomplete. Boy, that was a heavy rush. Triway just sent the kitchen sink. At Reber, the sophomore, and the Bears are unable to punch it into the end zone. 4.02 left to go in the third quarter. Your score, it's Triway 35, Waynedale 17. Since 1970, Ivan Weaver Construction has worked to build long-term relationships with their clients. Ivan Weaver Construction goes above and beyond to learn your company in order to construct a building best suited to your needs. As a general contractor, they provide commercial construction, retail, religious, medical, hospitality, and residential. Customer satisfaction is always their greatest desire. Contact the company that brings honesty and integrity to the table. Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg, 695-3461. Harvest Market is a full-service grocery store in the corner of Apple Creek with the finest fresh local meats, ground beef and sausage prepared on site, and steaks cut to order in the old-fashioned butcher shop. Stop in and pick up hot meals ready to go. Harvest Market is known for their barbecue chicken and smoked ribs. There's a full-service deli, locally made baked goods, fresh produce, hand-dipped ice cream, and a huge selection of chips, snacks, and beverages. Let Harvest Market prepare your meal or party trays for you. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7, and Sundays 10 to 6. Come taste the difference. 4.02 left to go in this third quarter of play. Bears knocked at the door but couldn't get anybody to answer. And it's 35-17, so Triway takes it over first and 10 at their own three-yard line. Bears have them pinned back, but let's see if they can stop the Titans and get the ball back in good field position. Spar out of the pistol in his own end zone, hands it off to Myers off the right side, inside, outside the five. Make Check it, that's Arco. Excuse me, that's Arco. Across the ten, out to the 12-yard line. So a gain of nine on the play for Arco. Dave, at the beginning of the game, we talked about how much more balanced Triway has. They are now showing that they are very capable of running the ball also. Second down and a yard for the Titans. Arco just to the left of Spar, and they'll hand it off to Arco again. Cuts it outside to the right side. He's going to be stacked up at the 12, struggles forward to the 13 and the 14. He's got the first down and a gain of three on the play. He's got six carries tonight for 68 yards. He's done a nice job. 
3.26 left to go in Triway. They were backed up against their own goal line, and now they're out to the 15. Trips out to the left for the Titans, who are looking to go 3-0. and And even this all-time series at 26-26-1. High snap, but the handoff goes to Myers. Myers breaks it across the 25 and out to the 30. Boy, he's a bowling ball. He's not quite the bowling ball that Seth Thompson was down at down at Tusky Valley, but boy, he he just absorbs a hit and twists off of it. Yeah, he took two good shots by Bear defenders there and still was able to pick up a good five yards. So it's second down and five. 240 and running. Triway going to the running game now to try to shrink the clock. Spar out of the pistol. And he hands it off to Myers right up the middle. Myers is going to be hit right at the 25, and he'll be dropped at the 26-yard line. Again, a gain of five and another first down for the Titans. Good individual tackle there by Farrar. Unfortunately for the Bears, it was five yards down the line of scrimmage. Farrar's had a good night defensively. Now Arco is back into the ball game, and Myers will leave. I want to say that Jarrett Varner is down on the bench for the Bears away from the team. He's just sitting on the bench, and we did not see him get hurt, but don't want to speculate on what's going on with him, but he is away from the team and just sitting on the bench down here right in front of us. Spar drops back, looks to his left, now rolls out to the left under a heavy rush. He's going to get away from one defender across the 30 to the 35 to the 40, and he's run out of bounds at the 40-yard line after a gain of 14 yards on the carry. That was just speed, Dave. Uh, we had good pursuit by Waynedale. Uh, Spar just outran it. And another player down for Triway. At least he was. And he tried to roll off to the sideline and couldn't get out of bounds in time. So there's an official timeout on the field with a minute 46 to go in this third quarter of play for the injury timeout. We'll take one also. Your score is Triway 35, Waynedale 17. <laughs> Great food and a southern atmosphere. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just outside of Fredericksburg. Your taste buds will water when you walk in for their southern pride, smoked and boneless wings. But that's not all that's smoked. Try the Fire and Ice Pulled Pork, Beef Brisket, or the Smoked Meat Trio, Pork Brisket and Wings. Go for the Fire and Ice Specialties, the Cowboy and Cowgirl Sunday, Hog Trout, or the Brunswick Stew Bread Bowl. All this and live bands, too, at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Indians, as we check their scoreboard in the third inning, they're down two to nothing. Now to the Minnesota Twins behind Danny Salazar tonight. A minute 46 to go in the third quarter of play here for Waynedale. It is 35 to 17. Trying away with a player down on the sideline. And while we've got this opportunity, let's check and see if we can come up with any scores here this evening. And there were a lot of scores at halftime that were strange scores, to say the least, Tim. Especially the fact that Hillsdale was down in their ball game. Yeah, that's pretty pretty surprising, Dave. Uh, Loudonville had just lost to Triway, winless on the air, going going against Hillsdale, heavy favorite, and they were up at half. Worcester's leading Mount Vernon 21 to nothing. That's one score that we have. Uh, another, trying to check here with some other scores. 
Unfortunately, my Twitter is inundated by Donald Trump tweets. That almost worries me. <laughs> Let's see. Worcester now leading Mount Vernon 37 to nothing. So that's Perry and Madison's nothing, nothing there. Tuslaw trails Chippewa 17 to 14 in that game. And that, that's about all that we have as far as scores are concerned, other than the 2 nothing score that the Indians are down to the Minnesota Twins here tonight. Well, Dave, David, it's clear with 146 left in the third quarter that Triway has kind of changed their game plan. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't, I'm not sure they attempted a pass yet this half other than the one that was counted as a uh, backwards lateral. Yeah, that's about it. That, that's the only one, and you can't even count that as a pass. That's a fumble. They've got the player up. I believe, is that Mason Phillips again? Was that 54? That 54, I believe that's what it was. And that would be Bradley Mullen. Might have, no, it was Seth Tucker. I'm sorry. Seth Tucker was the injured Titan, and he gets taken off the field. So the Titans with first and 10. Now will resume play. Ball at the 40-yard line in Triway territory. Bears showing blitz. They've got no safety coverage rolling back. And is there a looking at some press coverage on the triway receivers, expecting a pass play here. Arco is back into the ball game at the running back position for the Titans. Spar low snap. He's going to roll out to his right, throw it over the middle, and it is complete to Biggs. Biggs across 50 to the 45, breaks into open territory at the 30, 35, down inside the 20, and he'll be down at the 17-yard line. 43-yard reception for Biggs. Boy, that was a big, big play. Pardon the pun. I was going to say the same thing, Dave. Pardon the pun, but Biggs has been large for Triway tonight. So a minute 28 to go here in the third quarter, and Triway trying to stick a nail in the coffin of the Bears. They've got receivers out wide everywhere. Three to the right, one up to the top side. Handoff goes to Arco, and Arco's going to be stood up and down at the 17-yard line. Gain of maybe a yard on the play for Arco. Real nice job at the center of our line. We were spread way out with all those receivers. Got good penetration from the interior line to stop him for no gain. We're under a minute left to go in this third quarter of play. 35-17. Triway on top of it. Trips out to the right. Single receiver out to the left. Arco, the setback beside Spar. Spar is going to take the snap. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone, and they're going to call and pass interference penalty on the Bears in the end zone. The Bears' problem this year is that they have not turned around to try to see the football. They have face-guarded the offensive receivers, and that time they're going to get penalized for it. Although that one appeared to be a little touchy. Ice is back into the ball game for the Bears defense. So let's see where they put it. It'll be half the distance to the goal line from the 18. And sometimes tonight Ron Fuller will make the official call. Pass interference against the Bears. 
And that will mark it down inside the 10 to the 9. So half the distance. First penalty against the Bears here in the second half. All total, that is their sixth of the ball game. 37 seconds left to go. First and goal, second and goal, excuse me, from the nine-yard line. Spar out of the shotgun. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone. It is complete into the end zone and a touchdown to Hall. Hall catches the touchdown pass from nine yards out. Third touchdown pass of the night. For Spar. And it is 41-17, Triway. First catch of the night for Hall for that touchdown. 30 seconds to go. Allison in to attempt the extra point. And it is good. So we've got a half a minute to go before the end of the third quarter of play here from Waynedale. It's 41-17. Now make it 42-17 after that extra point. So the Bears, scoreless here in the third quarter, Tim, but, you know, they, they put on a better show tonight. We thought the Bears were going to have to score 20 points or more in order to win this football game, and right now they're stuck underneath that number at 17. And Dave, we may end up getting to 20. The problem is, is uh, Triway's already at 42. And that's a big problem. <laughs> and the Bears... This is obviously the most points that they've put on the scoreboard this year after scoring just 16 in the previous two games. So they've scored more tonight than they have the entire season, but they're going to have to score a bunch in the fourth quarter, and unfortunately they haven't proven capable of doing that as of yet. Although they have played better tonight. That's the one good thing about it. They've been able to do some things very, very well here this evening, including Derek Reaver running the football. So Allison will kick the football away. Back set to return. Zimmerly and Purdy for the Bears. Allison has it teed up at his own 40. And he kicks a low-line drive kick that will be taken in by Zimmerly on the right-hand side across the 25 out to the 27-yard line. Just a five-yard return by Zimmerly. And with 26 seconds left to go, Bears will have it first and 10 from their own 27-yard line. Dave, with the Bears down 25, it looks like... uh... They're not going to have the luxury of trying to grind some yardage out and control the clock. They're going to have to open up this offense a little bit. Yeah, they need to put the ball in the air and hopefully break a couple, get a couple of turnovers to try to get back into this thing. Reber, the quarterback, he's got Stanley right behind him. Zimmerly wide to the left. And the handoff will go to Stanley. He'll take it right up the middle, across the 30, out to the 35, across the 35, to the 37-yard line. Gain of 10 yards on the carry to Logan Stanley. And he's close to a first down. Matter of fact, he might have the first down, and he does. By far his best run of the night. May have been his best run of the year. That one opened up, and he hit the hole, and the Bears are just going to let the clock run out here at the end of the third quarter. So that'll do it for the end of three periods of play from Wayndale. And your score here at the end of three, 
It is Triway 42 and Wayndale 17. Yoder Builders in Orville, your one-stop shop for full-service construction services. Residential or remodeling construction, masonry work, finished basements, and decks. Anything you need to improve your way of life. Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job. From the ground up to a new house and everything else. Call Yoder Builders in Orville, 330-684-1050. A member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. The Spidell Funeral Home has been serving the community for over 125 years, providing compassionate and professional services for families when they need it the most. From the first call, the Spidell Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. During trying times, families pull together. Turn to someone that understands family. The Spidell Funeral Home, a name you can trust with service that is endearing. In two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidell Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. 42-17, Triway leads it. Bears going from left to right. Reaver handoff up the middle. And it goes to Logan Stanley again. And Stanley takes it out across the 38-yard line to the 40 to the 41 for a gain of three. Dave, I'm not quite sure uh, how much Coach Zerger has practiced the hurry-up offense with this young group, but uh, now would be the time to maybe break that out uh, as you're down 25. 11.35 and running. Left to go in the ball game. Twin receivers out to the left-hand side. No receivers out to the right-hand side. Eye formation for the Bears. Reber under center this time. And the handoff goes to Kyle Ice behind left guard. He's going to struggle forward for maybe a yard, and that will be it. Just maybe a yard. And now a flag comes in in the middle of the pile. And it may be something against Triway. Let's wait and see. Looks looks like they've got, and they're going to throw the flag right at the football. That flag came in really late. And it looks like it's going to be against the Bears. It's going to be illegal, unsportsmanlike conduct, evidently against the Bears. So a 15-yard penalty after the one-yard gain by Kyle Ice. And the penalty will knock them back 15 yards all the way back to the 27-yard line. 11.09 left to go. If I ever see a Ron Fuller officiated game again, it will be too soon. 11 minutes left in this ball game. Bears down 42-17. Wing formation for the Bears. Reber's going to drop back. He's going to throw it out to the sideline incomplete. Couldn't get the ball to Simmerly. And the ball fell incomplete. Dave, we had three receivers out here to the right side. There seemed to be some confusion on their uh, pass patterns. Zimmerly threw out there, and there really was uh, no Bears receiver out there. And it will be fourth down, 22 yards to go. And punting time for Waynedale. So Purdy will come in to punt it away with 10.44 remaining in the ballgame. We will give away our Lim's Pizza star of the game coming up here at the end of this one. High snap, but Purdy brings it down. 
gets the kick away, and it is a good end over and kick that Davis will field this time at the 41. To the 45, Stutters goes out to the right-hand side, flag down on the play, I believe. And Davis is going to cut it across midfield, across the 40 to the 35 of Waynedale, down to the 30. I thought there was a flag down. Somebody threw a flag inside, but it'll be taken down to the 29-yard line. 30-yard punt on the play for Colton Purdy. And Triway will take it over after the run back at the 30-yard line. 10-27 left to go in the ballgame, and Triway has the football back. Hall, check that Brown, excuse me, comes out wide to the left, Allison slot left. Out of the pistol is Spar, and he's going to run the option. Pitch it out to Myers across the 30. Gets the block to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown flag down on the play. Flag. Believe it is a block in the back right around the uh, 33-yard line, Dave. I think they're going to negate that touchdown. And it will bring the ball all the way back. And it will be a block in the back against Triway. So they'll mark it back instead of the touchdown run. They mark it back five yards outside the 36 is where they'll spot the ball. And it will bring up first down and 17 yards to go. So that erases that run by Myers. Nice design to play by Triway, but might have been because of the block in the back. 10-17 left to go. Moving the ball to the right. Spar pitches it out this time around the right-hand side to Myers. And Myers is going to be tripped up and down after about a five-yard gain at the 32. Nine carries tonight for 62 yards by Myers. Second down 12 from the Waynedale 32. Under 10 minutes of running left to go in the ballgame. Now the Indians are leading Minnesota 4-2 to in their game in Minnesota. Spar drops back, throws the ball up the middle, and it is intercepted. Who intercepted that? That was a great catch, whoever it was, by the Bears. Colton Purdy, his second interception of the night. And Purdy, with the interception, gives the ball back to the Bears at the 10-yard line. Triway was looking to put the nail in the coffin there, Dave. It got a little greedy. Spar put it in double coverage, and Purdy picked them off, giving the Bears a little life yet. What a great catch by Purdy. He went right up in front of the defender, or the receiver, jumped the route, reached out with his right hand, and caught the football. 9.33 left to go in this ballgame. Reber, the quarterback, moves Stanley over to the left. Ball in the far hash mark. Handoff up the middle to Stanley. Across the 10, out to the 12-yard line. So a gain of two yards on the carry for Logan. Got 14 carries, now 40 yards. You know, I remember when my boys were in school, and the fans always used to complain about the band just doing a concert during the fourth quarter. And it ended for a while, but this year now suddenly it started back up again. 
players used to complain about it because if they were doing down at this end, they couldn't hear the the calls coming in from the sideline. Reaver, fake handoff, cuts it off the left-hand side. Maybe, no, maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. They're going to mark him right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. So it's third down and eight yards to go. Now Chupp will come into the ball game for the Bears, and Kyle Ice will leave. He comes in with the play for Derek Reaver. Zimmerly slot right, Purdy wide right. Chupp doesn't know where he's supposed to go, and now Matt Zerker has got to take a timeout. So the Bears spoil their first timeout. 8.18 left to go in the ballgame. Your score, Triway 42, Waynedale 17. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice, 1-800-589-4905, or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com. Deb's Den is your spot for fresh homemade food daily. Experience custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service from the relaxing, comfortable atmosphere to their carryout service. They work hard to make your meals as delicious as possible. Breakfast hours are Saturday from 8 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, after that timeout by Waynedale, Darren Reber came out and rolled out to his right, tried to throw a pass up the field to Colton Purdy, overthrew him and out of bounds. So the incompletion brings up fourth down, eight yards to go, 8-13 left in the ball game, and the Bears will punt the ball away. Purdy will punt it away from right about his own goal line. Back set to return about midfield is Austin Davis. Purdy tonight, this will be his fifth point of the evening. Low snap, but he got it away. Spiral kick that will hit about the 40, take a Waynedale bounce inside Waynedale territory, triway territory, excuse me, inside the 40, and it'll be down at the 36-yard line. So a 52-yard kick. 52-yard kick by Colton Frey. That's the third 52-yard kick he's had this year. You know, I was going to say, Dave, what goes overlooked a lot of times is just how valuable Colton has been with his punting. He is a really good punter. So Triway will take it over first and 10 with 8.01 left to go in the ballgame. Indians lead it 4-2 over the Minnesota Twins in the fourth inning of play. We'll try to bring you some scores here at the end of tonight's ballgame. Spar, low snap from center, lost it. He's got to go back and pick it up. He'll be down by Farrar inside the 30, back to the 27-yard line. Loss of nine on the play on that fumble. So the clock continues to run, 7.40. Barring a major miracle, the Bears will go to 0-3 into Hillsdale next Friday night. 
42-17. Triway on the near hash mark. Trips out to the wide side. Brown will move in motion. Check it. That's Allison. Pitch back. Comes around to Myers. Myers cuts it inside a block. Gets across the 30. And he'll be down at the 32-yard line. So he gets five yards of the nine that they lost on the previous play back. Trauma's just trying to keep the clock running, Dave. They've been using almost exclusively that option pitch by far in the second half. Under seven minutes and running left to go. Ball at the 32-yard line. Third down, 14 for the Titans. Spar. Handoff up the middle goes to Myers. Myers across the 35, and he'll be cut down prior to the 40 at about the 38-yard line. Six-yard carry by Myers. Got 11 carries for 73 yards tonight. Fourth down, nine yards to go. And it's punting time for the Titans. First time tonight, they will punt the football away. And it will be Mason Phillips who will punt it. Their normal punter, I was told, is Dylan Eschler, but they're bringing in Mason Phillips to punt this football away. Back set to return is Colton Purdy. He'll punt it away at about his own 30-yard line. Boy, that's a nice hanging punt by Phillips that will hit at the... Waynedale 30, take a try. Waynedale bounce back at the 33-yard line, and there are flags coming in all over the place. Something happened about halfway down the field, and let's see, it's going to be personal foul called against Waynedale. Did you see what happened? I did not. No, Dave. Uh... Clearly, something after the whistle. Or during. <laughs> I don't know. I did not see it because it was behind the play. So that will be a 15-yard penalty assessed at the end of the kick. And Jared Varner, who was sitting on the bench for most of the third quarter, is now slowly making his way to the locker room for the Bears. So obviously he is done for the night. We're not going to speculate what happened to him, but... The way he's walking off, Tim, it doesn't look to have anything to do with any arms or legs. No, no, Dave. You talked about the concussion protocol. Uh, he, he did not look real good sitting on the bench, and they finally just decided to take him into the locker room. So the ball will be spotted after the penalty back at the 17-yard line. 5.51 remaining in the ball game. Bears have it. Stanley. Single setback behind Reber. Receivers out wide to the right. Kyle Ice off to the wing right. And now the side judge is going to come in. And I think they're going to have to re-spot the football. Not sure. Oh, they're going to change footballs. This was a triway football that they had outset to play. And they've got to bring in a Waynedale football. Well, at least they remembered to change ends at the end of the quarter. And even the referees are getting better each week. <laughs> First and ten. Ball at the 18-yard line. High snap, but Reber brings it down. And handoff up the middle, it goes to Stanley. And Stanley takes it up near the 20-yard line. So a gain of two yards on the carry for Logan. 
ball just shy of the 20, and it's second down, eight yards to go. Second down, nine yards to go from the 19-yard line. 5-13 remaining in the game. Moving in motion now to the far side. Logan Stanley behind Derek Reber. Hand off. Now Reber's going to keep it around the left-hand side. Struggles forward to the 25, across the 25 to the 26-yard line. Gain of seven yards on the carry for Derek. He is, according to me and my very unofficial stats, he is two yards away from 100. Well, Derek has done a good job all night long reading when to give the ball to Logan and when to keep it. And uh, Triway's been keying on Logan all night long, only a couple yards every carry. Derek's been able to keep the ball and get good chunks of yardage each time he's kept it. Third down, two yards to go for the Bears at the 26-yard line. Reber. Hand off up the middle, it goes to Stanley, and Stanley's got the first down out to the 29-yard line after a gain of three. Well, if the Bears' intent is to try to settle the offensive line into some semblance of a running game prior to next week against Hillsdale, they're accomplishing that feat. Ball resting right at the 30. Four minutes left to go in the ballgame. And the Bears taking their time. Down 42-17. As the crowd starts to head to the exit. Low snap. Reber picks it up. Hands it off to Stanley. Stanley loses a yard. Dropped at the 29-yard line. Well, Dave, Triway came in and it was as good as advertised on offense. The one thing Tony Lee cannot be happy with is the uh, turnovers that still seem to plague them through the first three games of the season. 3.20 and running, left to go. 42-17. We'll give away our Lems Pizza star of the game after this one. Handoff up the middle goes to Stanley. No, Reber kept it around the right-hand side. Across the 35, out to the 38-yard line. That's a gain of nine yards on the carry for Reber, and I've got him over 100 for the first time in his career. That's 107 yards on 17 carries, 16 carries here tonight. And now after that first down, they will move the chains. Now Arco has to leave the ball game for Triway. So the officials stop the clock and give him the opportunity to get off the field. So it's third down, two yards to go for the Bears. Need to get to the 40. Blitz shown by Triway. Fake handoff. Reber's going to keep it around the right side. That time he's got the first down. Across the 45, out to the 48-yard line. Gain of 10 on the play for Reber. Got 17 carries tonight, 117 yards, 220 left to go in the ball game. 42-17 Triway, and the Bears taking their time. They're going to pull Kyle Ice off the field now and put in Chup. Looked like the Bears were going to use a timeout and then decided against it. Hustled in some players. 
Chup goes out wide left. Zimmerly wide left. Chup is actually slot left. Purdy wide right. Reber with the hand slap. Handoff goes to Stanley into triway territory across the 50. Down to the triway 45-yard line. A gain of seven on the play for Logan. I'll say this, Dave, you're right. Uh, we haven't attempted a pass in quite a while, but the offensive line is starting to come together. We are moving the ball on the ground. Uh, maybe we are trying to uh, get our running game together as we head into Wayne County League play next week. Well, they'll do it against a 4-0 Hillsdale team because the Falcons came back and beat Loudonville tonight 20-14. to Twin receivers out wide left for the Bears. Handoff up the middle this time for the Bears. They run it into the line with Edison Rodriguez, who is a freshman. So Edison Rodriguez with his first carry as a Golden Bear. And he picked up about two yards on the carry. Edison Rodriguez is a freshman, 5'7", 148 pounds. He's number 30. Rodriguez, the setback behind Reber. Third down, four yards to go with 42 seconds left in the ballgame. Reber moves Rodriguez to the left. Good snap from center. Drops back. He's going to throw the ball deep up the field to Purdy. And the ball is tipped away and incomplete. Actually, Purdy became the defensive back against Austin Davis. Austin Davis almost intercepted that ball. Yeah, that ball was underthrown, Dave. And Purdy did a good job coming back to knock that away from Davis, preventing a Waynedale turnover. So it's fourth down, four yards to go. And obviously the Bears will go for it. With 28 seconds left in the ballgame. Bears tonight on fourth down, 0 for 1. Reber from the 46-yard line. With 28 seconds left to go. And now, I believe it was Triway took a timeout. We will also. 28 seconds left to go in the ballgame. Your score. Triway 42, Waynedale 17. Are you ready to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you're worried about lengthy and inconvenient renovations? Then you need Clayzac Kitchen and Bath. Hi, this is Shorty Miller, owner of Clayzac Kitchen and Bath, a family-owned business that has served the area for 20 years. We provide a top-notch renovation from floor to ceiling in a time frame you won't believe and customize everything to your style and taste. Visit us at clayzac.com. That's C-L-A-Z-A-K.com to learn how to get the kitchen or bath of your dreams. Whether your idea of a perfect home is a charming farmhouse in the countryside or a relaxed family-centered home in a friendly neighborhood, no one understands discerning buyers better than Weaver Custom Homes. We believe that your home should reflect your personality and lifestyle in every detail. Our team will collaborate with you and bring your vision to life to tell your unique story. We invite you to tour our award-winning design center in historic downtown Worcester and get inspired to build a truly custom home. For more information, go to WeaverCustomHomes.com. Well, we've got a lot of final scores for you on our Lem's Pizza Star of the Game show coming up at the end of this one. Derek Reber after that timeout by Triway. Tried to throw a first down pass out to Colton Purdy that was incomplete. So the Bears will turn it over on downs. They are 0 for 2 and 4th down tonight. 24 seconds left to go. And Triway will come out in victory formation and just... Take a knee and end this one. Well, the Bears in the first half, Tim, 
They were right in the football game, but in the second half, Triway's defense stiffened up, and the Bears were unable to get anything accomplished offensively. Now, we had one scoring opportunity very early in the second half, uh, turned it over on downs deep into their territory, and really could not get anything going after that. So Spar will go under center for the first time tonight. He'll take the snap, take a knee, and that will do it here this evening for this ball game. Triway will go to 3-0 and on the year, and this was their easiest win so far this season. After two nail-biters against West Holmes and Loudonville last week, the Bears put up a fight in the first half, but the Titans end up winning it 42-17. to Tim and I will be back with the Lens Beats, the start of the game show, here in just a moment. But your final score here tonight in game number three, week number three of the high school football season, your final score. It was Triway 42, Waynedale 17. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Wayndale Golden Bears High School Football. Tonight's game has been brought to you by Miller Custom Exteriors, Troyer Signs, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, Deb's Den of Apple Creek, Weaver Custom Homes, Reber Milk Transport of Apple Creek, Clayzak Kitchen and Bath, Troyer Roofing, The Spidel Funeral Home with two locations, Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders of Orville, the Harvest Market in Apple Creek, the Fire and Ice Pub just outside of Fredericksburg, Ivan Weaver Construction, Murphy's Promotions, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, and the Shout Brothers Farms. The star of the game show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com.